0: with kids your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view we had just previously finished our first part of our giant star wars celebration for the love of star wars and in that episode we covered all of the george lucas era pretty much all of the george lucas era star wars the the tv shows the movies the the video games all of that stuff from the 70s 80s and 90s going up to the later the mid 2000s so we're back again for to finish the rest of the era up into present day, twenty nineteen. uh Joining me again this week is Gus, Steve, Matt, Hawk, and also Mister hey. Mike. Schaus. Hey, hi, hello. How's hey. it going, guys? I I know it's been so long since we talked. Like at it least seems longer. Twenty two hours. <laughs> 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 so it, it feels <laughs> like it to me. How much yeah, yeah. are you guys watching those twenty two hours?
1: All, all of, of it. it, all of them <laughs> yes, again. Yeah, all I of just, them? I just had to re- going, For the just first going while
2: I was sleeping with THX. yeah <laughs> I, I was having a bit of insomnia, and I threw on the Last Jedi, and I was out like baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So much as watching that, I woke up every 45 minutes and cried.
0: (laughs) And you're the one of the people that liked it.
2: So that has something to say. Uh, I'm just being salty. It's fine. Don't mind me.
0: (laughs) So with the end of Revenge of the Sith in 2005, Lucasfilm finished up with their big screen Star Wars for the moment. And George (laughs) Lucas promised that they would continue to create films and properties, um, maybe more experimental things like he used to create before he became big, like THX 1138. Um, but then, in 2008, Star Wars returned to the small screen with uh, Star Wars: Clone Wars. It was a 3D animated show that was sort of done in a style that mimicked what was that puppet show? Those puppet old shows, the ones with the rockets.
3: Thunderbird. Oh, um, oh, Thunderbirds. Lord. Thunderbirds.
0: Thunderbirds. Yeah. So Thunderbirds, it was done in yes. the style of Thunderbirds. <laughs> uh, thanks, Gus, for no that. I'm 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 with the rockets. <laughs> Thunderbirds are home, go. <laughs> they are go, and it was owned by Dave Filoni, who was under the tutelage of George Lucas himself. So a lot of the ideas he ran by George Lucas to make sure everything fit in the to felt felt like it was part of Star Wars, especially the Clone Wars, which was really important to George Lucas's vision. Did you guys watch Clone Wars? It was really weird when they when it aired in two thousand eight onwards. Um, it was built like a sort of a war. One yeah, of those yeah. war films, not yeah. not films, but the newsreels. Yeah, but yeah. They decided to not air the episodes in order, mm-hmm. so it was sort of, or at least chronological order. They did in the 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 order that they wanted, I guess, at the time. Uh, Dave yeah. Filoni was not a fan of not doing it in chronological order, um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. Like Matt has a story. It's, Maybe it, why don't you tell your story? About you know, it?
2: Well, as I tried. I came. I came a bit late to the game on that one, but it was. I tried. 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 To watch that show. And I think I made it about 10, 12 episodes in before I had to give up. Cause I'm like, I don't know who half these characters are. I don't know their relationships to each other. I don't understand what's going on. It was, it was a very, it was neat because it was like episodic and it was just chunks of the war that was going on. You'd get like this one little snippet of it. But there, were, you, I, I couldn't relate to any of the characters. So I didn't know who these true, these clone troopers were. Cause they all had their, yeah, there's so many. And they had their serialized name and they had each had like nicknames to identify them because they all looked the same because they were clones. Mm-hmm. So it just it got really for me very frustrating to try to watch this the way it was meant to be aired. So right. I, I ultimately had to give up on it. I'm like, I, I'm sure there's something that needs to happen with this. I don't know, and I can't be bothered to try to figure it out.
0: That's fair. And yeah. then I yeah. so
2: three and went, Oh, I really wish I'd watched all of that. I
0: know before Hawk started watching it, I was like. Here's the here's the list that yeah. you should watch it in. Yeah, if you have a chance, watch it in this order. Um, and I'm pretty sure you watched it in the in the actual chronological order. Did you not?
4: Not in the actual chronological order because you know once it showed up on Netflix and that it just became one of those one of those shows I could play you know throw on in the background and that watch. I it, it, season one is a push. You know, You yeah, really mm-hmm. have to push on yeah. through. But later seasons they do start they they become very rewarding. Um, Matt, I, Matt, Matt I
0: let me whet your appetite with this one tidbit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. In season five and six, mm-hmm. uh, Darth Sidious, aka the Palpatine, yeah, yeah. is played by Tim Curry.
2: Oh no, I I know. There's a lot that happens in that <laughs> series that I, I've heard has happened. I want I wanted to watch. Mm. It's just a matter of f- forcing myself to sit through because I I can't not watch. If I'm going to watch a series. I will watch the series.
4: Yeah. yeah. But there yeah, are watch there, it in order for sure. There are pivotal episodes in that. And you know, there was yeah. there, there were you know if there was one thing alone you should watch it for, it is probably the return
2: of Darth Maul. Yes. Know, because there is a whole, whole story with that. I, I actually have I have watched that. I, I have looked that up and I've watched that arc
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, removed from the continuity of everything else. Cause I'm like, I don't know who these people are, but I don't care. I need to see
1: this. <laughs> yes.
2: So I'm not nice, familiar nice. with like the with you know the return of Maul and uh, Savage Press and that whole arc. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought it was really really cool, especially because they that that kind of thing comes in in a lot of other media related to the to Star Wars after the fact. So I'm glad I did know that, but yeah, it was yeah, it, it's frustrating. I haven't sat through the whole thing yet. Yeah,
3: I actually uh, I actually haven't made it through, but from what I understand, and I think Eric, you'll agree with this, like you know, I think we all agreed in the last episode that there were some interesting ideas, but they just weren't really Mm -hmm. explored properly in like the prequel movies. And I mean, through Filoni and his connection to Lucas, like they actually took the time to explain that, that era, you know, like the actual clone wars and, and actually made it relevant, you know, with it's very rich, you know, uh, exploration of all these extra characters that become involved. So that you get Mm -hmm. the scale of it as well as the political elements (laughs) of it, as well as all these different, players you know so it actually becomes a significant historical yeah. event right yeah. uh, but I can't really speak to that because I also didn't make it through the first <laughs> season and I, I, I always planned to and uh, and then I kind of well we'll get to it my my Star Wars fandom kind of seeped away Wait. a little bit but I'll just leave it at that for now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gus and Chose did you guys get a chance to watch this? No I, I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> nope nope. The, 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 the thing that really um I think for me cemented this series is that Anakin and Obi-Wan had a real relationship in this. They seemed like friends. They seemed more like brothers in the whole series. Like (laughs) we crapped on Hayden Christensen a lot Mm -hmm. um, in the last episode, but it didn't feel like they even liked each other, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In in most of it, there was that one Mm -hmm. moment in the third thing where they're like, Oh, we'll see you later. And they're sort Mm -hmm. of chummy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they were sort of at each other the whole time.
2: It had the the very well had like the sibling rivalry aspect of brothers, but not the camaraderie of like we're so yeah. close, we're like brothers. It's like no, you guys are fighting like brothers. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's not it, the same it, thing. It didn't even seem like Obi Wan trusted him at all in the movies. Yeah. No, in 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 the in the TV show, he'd be like Anakin would go off and and do part of a mission and Obi-Wan would just be like, you know, I I, I trust him for what he's going to do and stuff like that. And it was really important because also Anakin had a a Padawan. Well, I think Anakin had his own Padawan
2: too. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So that introduced Ahsoka Tano, who's actually one of the best Star Wars characters, Yes, which is unfortunate that it's only in this and in rebels that you see her. Um, But honestly, as for anyone who has a daughter and wants to get them into Star Wars, Introduce this character to Mm them. She's wonderful. Um, This this series also introduced the idea of being not just good and bad. There's this moral gray area, Mm -hmm. which I know that we had talked about and we had wanted for the the movies, right? Because you can't just be black and white all the time. There there are things that happen that you have to sort of weigh the options. Mm -hmm. And Ahsoka actually goes to that gray area where she's like, you know what, I don't trust what the Jedi are doing. Um so you know, I she left yeah. the order eventually. Um yeah. to, to spoil that. Um, no. <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. Well um, it's, I, I pretty much
2: figured she had to because she doesn't get mentioned at all in episode three, and you'd think that if they made a big deal of her on the show, like every other character that showed up in episode three, odds oh, are good she'd be there. No, yeah, but yeah. It,
3: wasn't she an invention of the television show, like
2: yeah, yeah she was an invention. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So But
0: the the end of the series is supposed to lead into the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Same well, with, at least same the, the the upcoming season. At
2: least. Yeah. But the same with General Grievous as well. It was a creation of the series, and then well, came in in episode three. The,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Not exactly. It was a creation of the previous Clone War cartoon, the yeah. 2D one. I'm sorry, and no, I'm that right. was it was yeah. quite loose. I mean, there was just enough yeah. there to kind of establish this character, but then
0: and most of explored. that got erased by Clone Wars, the yeah. 3D animated one. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is fine because cause, cause, yeah, yeah I think enough. I think I was getting those mixed up. I didn't yeah, even realize there was two of them. There yeah. are, yeah. There's a two D okay. animated one that came out just before um yeah. episode yeah. three.
3: It was just before episode
0: three. And then in two thousand eight they had the three D one, which we but, mentioned.
3: But the two D one doesn't add too much, like it's more of a visual sort of adventure with a bunch of shorts, you know. Yeah. Like there's not too much plot. Like I don't want to say there isn't any, like there oh. is a little bit, you know. And it yeah. did like set up and, you know, a couple yeah. of cool characters, like um, Massage ventress as well mm-hmm. was created from that um and and all of that went on into the 3d one later 3d mm-hmm. uh tg yeah. but um but yeah there isn't too much plot it's
0: yeah like. there were about five or 15 minutes so they, yeah. they varied per episode it was actually really good if if you can find it i'm sure it's on youtube somewhere it's around yeah yeah it's
3: yeah i've always to wanted to include it in my you know, like if I'm going to do the whole Clone Wars and all of canon Star Wars, even though technically mm. it, it doesn't really fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't
0: I don't recall if Clone Wars, the 3D series had talked about why Grievous had asthma. Um, that's
3: true. Yeah, no, so I don't.
4: I, don't, I don't, not really No, but I always got the impression that at some point he was human. It's just a, a, he seems more, hu- you know, did, like, like did. not quite a droid, but almost like a human that just did, did. yeah, he is yeah. a cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And did, and did, well, did any of you watch? I'm assuming no one here watched the 2D cartoon. Oh, no, I, no, I, no, no, I did. I did. Yeah. They explained it pretty well in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think it ever went into it in the 3D. Yeah. yeah interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mace Windu
0: did some good, uh, crushy, crushy smashy
2: yeah. smashy. <laughs>
5: smashy smashy because the the 2d clone wars came out while we were
0: still in university i yes. remember watching yes. that at
5: yeah while, while in university okay
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah because uh 2005 was when the last revenge of the sith right came yeah. out. so that was yeah. just Their at the end of careers. our careers careers fits in the chron- chronology yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: yeah
3: but i mean yeah but eric like it, that the the 2d one isn't canon right no, like that's not, yeah not yeah not so anymore. it's the one thing that didn't make it through yeah yeah
2: that's right because i remember they pulled the characters out of t- yeah. the 2d that they wanted to keep and put them into the 3d that's why you get yeah uh, ashoka and assaj and then everything else was kind of abandoned
0: well ahsoka just was in the 3 d 2- not in the 2d yeah.
2: oh sorry, oh, right. <laughs> sorry. So much. I, again, I get them confused yeah, it's of,
0: okay it's okay so
2: many clones so <laughs> much war
0: with the end of star wars rebels dave filoni moved on to his next series which was called Star Wars Rebels. This was sort of a prequel to A New Hope sequel to Revenge of the Sith. It happens in that in that time where we don't really know what happens, although now we're starting to know a little bit more with with Rogue One and stuff. Uh, And it ended up connecting with a lot of things that happened in Rogue One and the supplemental movies, which we'll talk about in a bit. Did anyone get a chance to watch uh, this series (sighs) Rebels? I've just started on that I'm, season four. Yeah. I'm, just I think starting I, it I, I'm pretty sure I, I've been pushing it for everyone. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, so all, I'm on episode two right now. Is <laughs> a I just little finished bit slow. Episode two. Yeah. The first yeah. season, it takes a little bit to get into like clone wars, not as bad as clone wars, no. but a little bit like it. So there was a little bit of, t- you, you get, you have to learn the crew and you have to get to know them before they get into the deeper stuff.
3: Yeah.
4: Sorry. I thought like, yeah, every you said that like, it, Again, season one was a push. I didn't find as much of a push in that. In fact, like it, it's the storytelling and the sharp direction behind it, and that actually really keeps you focused. Yeah, even though you're learning about these people and that, you're actually enjoying the story in that, and uh-huh. you, know, you you really want to see what's going on in the next episode.
1: Yeah.
0: I think this is the first series where it ended, and I was like, "But what happens <laughs> now?" Uh-huh. And they, there's no plans on bringing any of those characters <sighs> forward. Um, at the time, cause Dave Filoni's doing Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So, so I'm, all the fans are just like, give us something. Give
3: no, us. Yeah. Anything's uh, possible now, you, you know what I mean? Know. Like, well,
0: well, Clone Wars is coming back, right?
3: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Expanding. That's all is, we need. Is it safe to say that, like, I mean, I know I'm just a few episodes
5: in, but, you know, sort of connecting back to uh, the geeks with kids angle like the rebel seems to be a little bit more kid friendly than, than clone wars it's was not.
3: No, 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 it's, yeah. worse. <laughs> no, no,
0: it, it's worse than clone wars. Right? No, the yeah.
3: first season, the first couple episodes, I will agree with you. Like it does have that. It is a little more kid friendly, but a lot of the very, very early clone wars was also right. And then it okay. became more serious. Yeah. Um, no, after the first season, it is, I think more serious. It gets, it gets adult. fairly yeah, dark serious. in the last
0: two seasons. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because it's going into the the purge and all of that stuff, right? Or not the purge, um the the height of the empire, right? Right before yeah, any hope right. starts, um, there's some bad things that happen. Plus, yeah, they introduce yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn, which we had talked about earlier. Yes, um, they did. So one of the best extended universe characters got brought into yeah. the canon. Right? Yes, that's the good thing about Dave Filoni. He he likes what he likes, and he brings it into yeah. the yeah
3: into the yeah, well, well, he's aware that there were actually books and comics from before, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just,
3: just put that in there, you know,
2: just remember, remember that book series that kept this franchise alive for a while. Yeah. Man, we
0: should pull some- <laughs> So, so listeners, take a pin to what Steve said, because we're going to pull that back later. But honestly, yeah, if you guys had a chance, um, once you finish Rebels, I definitely want to talk to you guys about it because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. ending. Ooh, that last mm-hmm. season. Oh, heartbreak and and both awesomeness. <sighs> oh, and damn it's it. such good. To-
3: and Sorry. all the moments, all the moments in between. All Great. Great. I've got between. that to yeah. look forward to now. Still- <laughs> <Diddly-doo.
1: laughs> no yeah, actually,
3: wow. one thing that you, that's not in the notes. Um, what about this Resistance uh, TV yeah, show? so
0: Resistance started after the Disney buy, right? Okay, right, well, okay,
3: well, wait. Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah,
0: no, we can go into it because no, we'll no, no.
3: About. I guess it fits more into the context of the the the, the later stuff, and because I know nothing about it, right? I actually yeah. never watched it, so. That
0: so just came out, Star Wars it? Resistance. It actually came out um, just before. Um, the, last, the Jedi. last Jedi, sorry, yeah, that one, um, and it's it's set right before Episode Seven. Okay, right. Um, there's only two seasons of it. There, so far, it, yeah. it, no, no, that's it. This oh, that's the last it. Oh, season. okay. Oh, um, okay. So that this movie's gonna, or this current season's gonna lead straight into Episode Seven. Okay, basically, okay. uh, Poe Dameron has this kid staying at this sort of space station, a floating space station over a planet, where they race different spaceships but he he's getting this kid to spy on the on what's happening there and the because the first order has has some vested interest in this station and they don't know why so that's what okay. it is. Okay. okay if you want something more kid-friendly i think resistance is okay yeah it, it, it's right. a disney channel kind of thing too right yeah. so yeah it, yeah that's why i brought it up yeah um i don't i don't like it as much i think some of the characters are cool but you know, BB-8's there, so they have to make sure that BB-8's always right front and center, okay, more okay. or less. And this kid is goofy. Um, I know Ezra was sort of goofy at first in Rebels, yeah, but yeah. He got really serious really he gets, fast. He gets super serial,
2: yeah. super quick. <laughs> yeah, um, but no,
0: I, I, I'm, I've I've yet to finish Resistance, and I don't. <laughs> I'll put it on in the background. It's not something I'll watch. Mm, oh. If that if that gives any indication right. of how well I like the show.
3: Um, All right. right. Well, sorry to get out of order. Yeah. I I forgot that that was actually a Disney era thing. I just was trying to think of the continuity line and I wasn't sure where resistance. It looks like they're still making new
0: episodes too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this second season is the last uh, for resistance. They said that because I don't know, Dave mentioned it a little while ago. I can't remember what the context was. So in 2012, we might as well talk about this Disney bio. Uh Disney Hmm. bought Lucasfilm from George Lucas for $4 billion This, while also having him stay on as creative consultant, Mm -hmm. which we all know did not really happen. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, so they got Kathleen Kennedy, who was the co-chairman of Lucasfilm with George Lucas, to actually lead Lucasfilm in this Disney bio. Yeah. Um, they also announced that a new trilogy was coming starting in 2015. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. a new episode every two years and then supplemental films on the opposite years. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah. supplemental films would be called the Star Wars stories. They actually had a original name, which I can't remember, but mm-hmm. they ended up changing it to a Star yeah. Wars story. So I'm going to just stay with that. Do you guys remember when this happened? I know a lot of fans were super happy and then some of them were like, ah, everything's getting owned by Disney. (laughs) What was your thoughts when that happened? That that was me.
2: That was me being like, Disney, stop buying my childhood. (laughs) Yeah, see, that was my thing too. It was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was less shocking for me only because I know that they had had that partnership with Disney already because of the parks. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that Disney and, and Lucasfilm had been working together for a while, so it wasn't shocking that disney bought them out it was a little it was more disheartening so i'm like oh all, all the cool other lucasfilm stuff like all the supplement, like the games and stuff they were doing that were Ooh. more adulty were going to disappear but i'm like that ah, it was so cool more star wars neat yeah.
0: yeah i totally forgot about that once when disney bought lucasfilm they also bought lucasarts and they yeah. just just decimated that studio they canceled all the projects it, yeah. and dissolved it which was yeah yeah. Really unfortunate.
3: That was, yeah that that was that was a yeah. that that was a down. That and was then a bad yeah, thing know, great
0: it. games. They did the smart thing of giving EA the exclusive rights <laughs> to all Star Wars properties, and we know that we got. Two Battlefront games in five years.
3: Well, one and a half, really. I mean, it's <laughs> well, basically well, uh, the same game it's redone same game with a new <laughs> skin. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. shinier now.
0: and they recharged
3: yeah. the, and and they're charging again for it now that they fixed it. Just wanted to just say. So the second game was really controversial uh, yeah. because there was, you know, it made the news because of loot boxes and all this, and now there's like legislation mm-hmm. in the world. So it's actually had an mm-hmm. had a positive impact for being oh. so negative. Um, but I also want to point mm-hmm. out that until. Until this point, LucasArts and other companies were producing uh, Star Wars games, uh, multiple games per year. And mm-hmm. since EA took over, mm-hmm. there's only been two games in, what, eight years? So Technically three. Two technically three. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Technically. But, uh, but the fact that, yeah, I mean, they, they released the second game and it was so poorly received. Uh, they've been working on it and working on it. And I, even I will admit that if there's actually a game there, but mm-hmm. the audacity to charge full price for it again now—that yeah. Yeah. that is like, oh my god! Anyway, well, so
0: well, you know, they gotta yeah. keep getting those downvotes on Reddit. You can only get so many <laughs> Guinness World Records for downvotes.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um,
0: for those that didn't know, there there was a comment that uh, one of the developers had written on um, when they were talking about loot boxes and stuff, and it was the most downvoted comment in history um just yeah. by like in the second place one was like millions and millions off yeah. <laughs> so it's incredible yeah. how much it's amazing um, vit, no, not vitriol i think it was well deserved um hate for <laughs> what he said it's amazing that you know Ooh. that thing probably pretty, yeah. pretty much beat
4: out any sort of hate speech on reddit as opposed to, <laughs>
3: to yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah it and, was, specifically it was actually about the cost of buying Luke and uh, Darth Vader within the game and and he said, "Well, we wanted to make the price high enough so that when you actually got them, you'd have a sense of uh, pride and accomplishment." And that just the memes that have come from all of this. Um but sorry, uh-huh. getting back to the point. Uh, yeah, when Disney bought Star Wars, I was actually quite hopeful because <laughs> I'm looking back and I was like, mm-hmm. "You know, I really enjoyed like that King Arthur movie, so I was like, they have the potential to do some you know, some dark stuff too. So it's not going to be yeah. Disney-fied, right? And then also uh, Pirates of yeah. the Caribbean started off pretty cool, you know? So I was like, okay, there's yeah. potential there, you know? So I, I was actually more in the positive camp and, yeah. you know, I've learned since...
4: I, I was in the positive that. camp too, and yeah. you know, because yeah. everyone was kind of beaming off how well, like, you know, the Avengers had been, and all, the, the whole Marvel universe had been yeah. doing yeah, under right. there. And I, I thought, like, I thought at the time, okay, this is cool. And oh. I, like, I was so disheartened by this, the prequels you know that I thought, wow, to take the idea and <laughs> and, and you know maybe set up one of those uh, capital regime things and that where it's you have a top down kind of <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, the, the way the whole Marvel universe is done and that I was hopeful.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and at yeah. the
0: time, like Kathleen Kennedy was known for doing mm-hmm. hits, right? She had worked with Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. for years at Amblin, um, mm-hmm. was working with George Lucas on creative uh, projects, and you know. Yeah, she's, she's
3: got a, a lot of experience and she's got a lot of Hollywood cred and she's associated with dozens and dozens yeah. of blockbusters.
0: So. Yeah, I think the 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 thing that really bothered me when they first announced this was that they would they they categorize all the extended universe mm-hmm. um, stories mm-hmm. as Star Wars legends. There's air quotes there, legends, uh, meaning that yeah. they're no longer canon. So none of the stories that happened were yeah. real. Yeah, but. Yeah. But because they're legends, you know, some things may have may sort of seem real and maybe some things they were pulled and that's why they're they're able to pull in characters. Right. Because the the official people can be like, yeah, you know what? Those stories sort of were right, but. This is what actually happened. Um, that's how we got Grand Animal thrown Yeah, it
2: basically just it erased the entire canon and it said we're gonna pick and choose what we want to use. Exactly. Which is Um, not a
3: bad strategy. I mean, let's let's be honest. Like we're talking about all the stuff that we love from the Legends era, but Mm -hmm. there's like 70% of it that we don't pay attention to, you know. There's a lot of random (laughs) stories, you know, that are just random, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, some of those are good. I've I read a lot of those (laughs) random stories. But
3: yeah, oh, I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm just saying like it you know, when you, when you inherit all that stuff, I thought, well, you know, as long as they're, they're willing to like probably bring some of it back. I was like, I understand it from a business model.
2: Well, and I mean, they, they kind of did too. They, they took, they definitely took some story flavor from at least Timothy Zahn's uh, trilogy for the, the latest. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, there's there's pieces like there's, you know, the, you know, Han and Leia's kid going bad, but that was also in the, um,
0: the actual other star Wars books. I can't remember what they're called right now. Not the yeah. Zon stuff before that.
2: Right. And, but that was, it was all part and parcel with it. Yeah. It was all yeah. that's they were it part was, of it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like they, they took, they took definitely ideas from that and kind of incorporated it into what we've, we've since been watching.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm we'll see when we get to those movies. I'm, I'm a little more skeptical. I, I feel like they're, they're, they're a bit desperate now, which is why they're doing that. I don't know that that was their intention, but uh,
0: yeah. yeah. So with all of this getting erased, they also announced that they were bringing on JJ Abrams to do the first one. And yeah. just the first one, they, they mentioned that the second and third uh, movies would get their own writers and directors um, and that they would uh-huh. move the story in the way that they wanted to, which, you uh-huh. know, as a fan, I thought that was really strange that they didn't yeah. do a roadmap from the get go.
2: Uh (laughs) you'd think they would want to go somewhere. If you're doing a trilogy of films, you'd think you'd want them to all kind of connect. Mm -hmm. Especially
0: when it's the third trilogy of, of nine films, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a big closing act in, in a giant Uh story. Yeah. But,
6: and there's a lot of people that have invested a lot of time in where this goes, right? Yes. So having some random, you know, Hey, I'm just going to turn everything on its head. Because I feel like it is really a slap in the face to all those people that have yes. had
0: that investment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get I, I to that. Imagine, we're <laughs> getting there. We that. will get there. So the first, <laughs> the first uh, of the Disney era movies, The Force Awakens, the teaser was released on November 28 twenty fourteen. Do you guys remember yeah. seeing this trailer for the first yeah. time? Do yeah. Do you remember know what you yeah. thought? Yeah. What, did, what what was going through your head? Shouse, What about you? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? I, I remember one scene in particular
5: that I remember seeing the um, X-Wing fighters sort of flying over the water mm-hmm. and, and that became the wallpaper on my computer, on my phone. Like I, I was
0: crazy excited. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Anyone else? What are your thoughts, feelings,
6: Gus? I was pretty stoked actually. Cause I thought, you know what? It's going to be cool that it's a, you know, hopefully they're able to finish this series off, you know, nice and strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that, you know, a lot of the familiarity is going to be there. So that was kind of mm. nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I was one of the first ones in line to get my ticket when, when it came out. So it worked, yeah, <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so
2: I was way more shameless about it. I remember cause I was at work when I was, um, I was working in Brantford at the time, uh, for, um, I can't remember the name of the company. It was selling phones. And I remember the trailer came out, and and I remember this because we oh, I this story. We watched it while we were at work. I'm like, this is awesome, and then we set it up so that the trailer was playing on the demo iPhone, whatever 6s. I think that had just come out uh, all day, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because uh, like Bell. I think was I think it was Bell yep. was, had a lot of mm-hmm. their campaign was right. based on mm-hmm. the Marvelous Yes, we were like. Here's the trailer. Cool. You can check it out on this new phone. I sold so many phones. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Using running that trailer as a tag. Look how clean the picture is on this phone. It's amazing. And this is a demo model. Imagine yours. It hasn't been watched for like 12 hours straight. Yeah. I was shameless. I had had no shame in my game. I sold a bunch of phones that way. That's awesome. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Steve Huck.
4: Oh, yeah. I was, I was super excited in saying it. Uh, it, My first thought was yay. Real sets.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was the first
0: thing I noticed too,
3: Steve. Yeah, I wish I'd, I'd watched the trailer before uh, recording. Um, yeah, I we, was also. We, we excited. We can pause
0: right now if you want.
3: No, 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 it's okay. Yeah. I, I just, um, I, I think if that yeah, everyone sort of pointed out like the main sense of uh, you know like excitement. Um, I think for me it was similar to when the episode one trailer came out, and my misgivings about that was like, oh, what are they gonna do? There's no Darth Vader, right? And then Darth Maul shows up, and you're like, wow, right? And, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what, this might work with what they showed, you know, in uh, force awakens. I was like, and, and also, you know, like I knew they had wiped away all the extended universe, but they might cherry pick. And I was thinking, look, there's a lot of good lore there. And I, I, there's a lot of different ways they could take, you know, the, the universe. I think, I think it's going to be good to see some of it, you know, re realized, I'm sure they're going to, they're going to plumb all that stuff and figure out the best things to draw from it. And uh, and then go forward and maybe some new stuff too, you know. So yeah, I was I was genuinely excited yeah.
0: for sure. Yeah, I was on I was on my way to Walmart when I saw <laughs> this trailer. Like it, oh. the, it, it, I had been waiting for the time, so I kept on you know refreshing the Star Wars YouTube page on my phone. <laughs> oh my and god! Then it showed yeah, Well, you know me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you do that every time. And it, and it came on. And I was like, oh, my God. As Megan was driving the, the car, I was just like watching it. I put hey, on my well, earphones. I, I was, she was driving the car. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah <of course. laughs> yes. You're driving with your elbows. <laughs> that's right. So I was sitting there watching it. And Megan started talking to me. And I was like, <laughs> No, 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 not right now. <laughs> we're watching Star Wars. You
6: don't understand. <laughs> it's two and a half minutes. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> Let me re- I, I, this reminds me of a story of uh, me going to the movies and watching a, a Superman trailer. I'll tell you that right after this. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so we we're watching there, and, you know, like we had said, like the beginning starts with the desert, and then Finn shows up, right? Um, and there's that little ominous music yeah. at the beginning, and yeah. you're like, oh, it's getting feelings. We had talked about how this episode one trailer. Was yes. so well done. The beginning was so mystical and stuff. Yeah. This this brought back those same feelings. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Really nice, yeah. Like Steve was saying. And then like those little glimpses, like Show said, the X-Wing. You're like, oh, right over the water. It looks really nice. Ooh, practical sets. Hey, look, there's a three there's a three-pronged lightsaber. That seems weird, but whatever. Mm, That's yeah. cool. but the thing that really got me was right at the end when the theme roars yep. and the millennium falcon is flying in the air like, yeah i was uh-huh. just saying there's like don't cry don't cry in front of your wife uh-huh. because you're watching star wars <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah.
0: but it is it, such a i guess we, we were pretty down after episode five right or episode uh um, yeah, three
3: three, three. Um, yeah like it had been I, a fair amount of time and i time. i yeah i was sort of you know uh yeah my my love of the fandom had dropped Significantly, but I wasn't like totally out of Star Wars, and mm-hmm. so yeah, just just a little bit of that nostalgia was enough. And was it that trailer or a later one where they actually had Han say, you know, we're home?
0: That um, was a later one. No, um, yeah, no, just,
3: and and just that like one. that sold it for me. I mean, that, was, that line. Yeah. So yeah.
0: this sure. one was um the the Snoke talking at the beginning.
3: Right. Do you feel just, it? Just
0: uh, yeah. The the boom. yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great teaser. It was a great teaser.
0: Yeah. It was good. Oh man. Ah, then the film came out uh, on uh, December 18, twenty fifteen. It was the first time a Star Wars film was released in December. Um, mm-hmm. Previously, all the Star Wars films were released in May because that's when the original uh, New mm-hmm. Hope mm-hmm. was released, May eighteenth, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think, uh, nineteen seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just pretend that that's the official date of the release of a New Hope. <laughs> um, so, did you guys go to midnight screening to go see this? This was still back when midnight screenings were right.
2: Uh, I did not. In fact, I, I actually was almost a week after the movie came out before I saw it.
6: I went, uh, the 18th in the yeah. evening mm-hmm.
0: yeah. with my mom,
6: no less, which <laughs> she's never seen me cry at a movie until that movie.
0: Was, was it, was it joy tears or no, no, well, <laughs> it was,
6: it was anger because you've totally done something that you're not supposed to do.
0: We will talk about that in a second. Oh, Who wow. else watched it at midnight? shows <gasps> Huck
4: Steve no no I may have even been a couple days after and that I remember it was right around Christmas and that yeah. and uh, I had a I had kind of a bunch of white residents to take to it on a field outing and that so that was my first time seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely bought remember. the Kylo Ren
0: 3D glasses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, was there. and I put actually, them on. I, and I was like,
0: this does not fit my fat head. Damn it. Oh.
2: <laughs> I think this was these made for were, children. These are yeah. meant for children. Yeah. <laughs> I think I
3: have the glasses, but I didn't actually use them. I I was I knew I enough tried. with my, my head as well. So I, I wanted I to so no. badly. <laughs> um, I think I went on the Saturday or the Sunday. I don't think I did opening either, mm. but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I, I like we'll, we'll talk about our experiences watching the film and what we felt afterwards, but I'm going to go first because I want to. Um so <laughs> <laughs> after the I was sitting there through the movie and I was like this looks visually really cool. Yeah. But nothing was super connecting with me. It was really weird cuz mm. even though we we talked about episode 1 and how it was weird and awkward, but there were there were points where I felt right. Uh-huh. I don't know how to how that if that makes sense to a non Star Wars fan. But there are parts that felt just Star Wars-y mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. But this one felt like an imitation of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to do it and trying to do it too much. Mm-hmm. Like they're sort of pushing it. I, mm-hmm. I know that's weird. Um, they're, they're, Most of the beginning I, I liked because it felt different enough, but it felt like it was in the universe. Yeah. When they started going into the lore, it just felt like they are they're just being like, hey, look, it's Han Solo. And isn't it weird that his ship was here on this desert planet? Uh, blah, blah, blah. and there are the things that just seemed out of place for me and at the end of the film I was like I enjoyed it but I didn't love it and mm. it felt wrong for me not to for something that new and I like JJ Abrams I'm a big fan of lost um even the ending which you know a lot of people did not like yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> um, but um yeah, this one felt wrong. it felt too much like an imitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it that sort of bothered me but I was like hey, you know what it's the first one they needed to get fans and new fans and right. old fans and I was like I gave it I gave that I was like let's see what happens with the next one and we'll talk about that in a second mm-hmm. um, right. what did you guys think of it after you saw the film immediate love immediate uh?
4: liked it didn't love it yeah, you know, I found I found I had the same uh, problem connecting and that uh, with uh, the characters and I, a lot of it felt like I was kind of forced to in that. Yeah, you know. I mm-hmm. did like Daisy Ridley and her Ray character and that. Mm-hmm. That one kind of felt the most, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that each character had a really cool idea, like yes. Finn is there Finn being that stormtrooper that defected, and there's that mm-hmm. ace pilot that's maybe gay. I don't know. He seems pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and, and then there's the the um, you know. Ray, who's an awesome scavenger, and then Mm -hmm. there's the supplemental. I think the thing that bothered me was that we didn't really see any of the the main characters from the old series, right? Like Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be a continuation of this family. Yeah, at least that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You don't really get that. Um, You find out that that Kylo Ren is a solo at the near the end, Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I guess that is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know yeah sorry continue <laughs> other other folks Matt it was, I,
2: I liked it I had the um I had the advantage and the disadvantage of I uh I called what was going to happen in the movie before I saw it mm. and I remember Earth. specifically like I had written down as I I tend to do this with a lot of big movies that have a lot of hype it was I'd watched all the trailers I've been kind of really really into this thing and I wrote down a series of predictions. I'm like, I think this is what's going to happen in the movie. And I remember handing because I remember when I went and saw the movie, I ran into Nick Mailer, a friend mm-hmm. of ours, who was seeing it right before me. He, like, he was, he was uh, coming, he was just getting out of the movie as I was coming, as I was going in. <laughs> I handed it, because I knew he was going to do that. And I handed him the envelope. I said, this. He's like, "What?" Well, I'm like, I haven't seen the movie. He's like, I know. This is what I think is going to happen. And he's like, all right, message me when, message me when you're done. I did. I literally said the movie's out, and he's like, You son of a bitch that you figure that out.
1: <laughs> Cause I think
2: I was like 80% right. There was some stuff that I was a yeah. little I was a little off on or I was wrong, but yeah. like most of it like almost verbatim I would called.
0: I had, like I, I think I did the same, I didn't I didn't write it down, but I guessed a lot of things and I was like, I hope they didn't they don't go this way. And it felt i like everyone had known about the Harrison Ford wanting to die as Han Solo. So I just Many assumed times, it was yeah. I assumed that was gonna happen. And then it happened. I was like, oh, that's sort of sh And he wanted and, that in the original trilogy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And then, like, I assume that, what's his name, was his son. Before, yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. Kylo Ren, that's his name. Mm-hmm. And, and a bunch of, I assumed that there was a giant Death Star because they had sort of seen it. And then yeah. there was some sort of trench run. And I was like, yeah. oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: but see, that,
5: uh, that was the part that kind of bugged me. Um, like, I, I actually really enjoyed the movie, too. And, and I think that's, like... I think that's kind of the idea that I'm hearing from you guys is that you can kind of enjoy the movie, but then you have sort of areas that are a little bit disappointing. Mm. And, and for me, it was this idea that, um, they're, they're taking, uh, storylines that are, um, established and, and just sort of recycling them. Mm -hmm. And, and the idea that let's create yet again, a giant space station that can blow up planets. Um, it, it, it really didn't sit well with me and, and I, I don't know if they were trying to do it to try to build some nostalgia to try to, 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 to loop everything back, but um, like I had fun with parts of the movie, but as soon as, I, as, soon as they started going after this, this space station, I was like, you know what, you, you, you've started to lose me. Yeah, Oopsie. exactly.
4: The, J, sorry, JJ did the same thing with Star Trek Into Darkness, like after he yes. did such an amazing yes. film with the, the outing with the first oh, one, ah. the original character in that, it felt great. Um. I don't know why he makes these decisions to kind of plumb like other people's storylines and that, and yeah. reinterpret them as his own.
5: Science is fiction sad, is such they're... a great place to to get new ideas, right? Science yeah. fiction—you can come up with any story you want, right? And then mm-hmm. yeah. and then to to take a previous science fiction idea and just sort of build on it. I don't know. See, <laughs>
2: for for me, I was willing to be a little more forgiving with that in the first movie, only because if it's the if you like with the storyline where you have these these are remnants of the empire that are kind of banding together to try to do a final push to take over. The only thing the empire really had going for it was we build big super weapons. Good. Yeah. Mm. Like, but if you think about it, like they, cause they really like they had Supreme leader Snoke, who was this random character that clearly was a dark sider.
1: Oh, who knows who knows <laughs> what the hell he is. Yeah, <laughs>
2: just based on what they presented, he was clearly a dark sider cause he had trained Kylo Ren. He, he'd flipped him. So he clearly had some connection with the force and with the dark side cool. So you have this mysterious empirical figure that's running the, new, the first order, which is the last remnants of the Empire. They go with what they think is going to work, which is you build a super weapon. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you can argue, and I've made the argument like, oh, it's the cyclical nature of the force, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Realistically, mm. It, makes, it makes sense that you know this, these, these Imperials are going to do what they know, the only thing they know how to do, which is you build something that's going to blow up a planet and you try to blow up a planet. And, you know, yeah. somehow yet again, you realize this is a bad idea. Like they're, <laughs> they're nuts. Cause they keep doing the same thing and it always fails. But now yeah. we'll try this time we'll put yeah. shiny armor on someone. It'll be fine. Yeah. See, I just found with it when I left.
6: So the last probably 10 minutes of the movie or 15 minutes, I didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And that was, I left the movie and I thought you've just, I've just watched. The original movie. <laughs> over.
1: Nah. Like, it was exactly
6: yeah. what it was. And I, it was exactly that, right? I just thought. Yeah. 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 You know, it would have been cool if the original trilogy, like not the original, the episode one, two, three, mm-hmm. if that story arc had followed. You know what I mean? So, yes, you know what? It's about building these big, massive weapons and all that. Mm-hmm. But this was just like, a, you know what? We don't know what to do. We know that it's been so long and people didn't like the one, two, three episodes. Right. So mm. we're going to give you episode four, yep. but with a girl.
1: Sure. <laughs> because we want girls
6: okay. to be empowered. And I don't know about you guys, but princess Leia to me was always like, yeah. was like a character. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't, yeah. you don't have to shuffle it up.
3: No, I
1: but
6: totally it was agree. Exactly. To me when I left, I was like, it's the same movie.
3: Yeah. And I just I felt mean, like yeah. I,
6: it, it lost me. And I thought, Last Jedi hopefully will course correct some of that because again, yeah. this Empire Strikes Back was tonally a lot different.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: So maybe this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. And again, it, well, I mean, it, it followed it, that. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. a lot. Different. I, a you know, it's
3: it's kind of amazing that like I was probably the one who actually liked the film the most, which is really funny. Like, I, I'm I'm trying to be very careful in like my whole like review of my my experiences of all the films. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I caught everything that you guys, you know, experienced as well, but I was very much willing to give the series a chance. Like I was very much like, okay. Yeah. I was pretty much just a new hope again, but you know, everyone hated the prequels. Just like you said, Gus, right. So it's like, maybe they're just going to just give people what they want and then take it in a totally different direction. You know, like maybe that's, that's the plan. So I'm just like, okay. And, and I, I have to say like the prequels made me hyper aware of some of the limitations of star Wars, which is to say it only takes place on like six planets. Really? It's only like three bloodlines. Like to me, like I, you know, my sci-fi, you know, I I started to really enjoy the scope of other sci-fi a little more. And I always Mm -hmm. thought, yeah, star Wars is actually, Mm -hmm. as far as science fiction is concerned, is quite limited. I like to think of it more as a fantasy as opposed to. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: it's uh, fantasy, so yeah.
3: that part annoyed me that I was like, oh my God, another Death Star because even in the extended universe stuff, right? There were some dumb ideas, but the empire had all kinds of weird super weapons, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> not just big planet guns, yeah. right? Yeah. So
0: Sometimes that big, was a little big ship guns.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing. but yeah, I was actually out of the gate. I was actually probably more positive than most of you guys, which is pretty ironic at the end of the day, <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I accept all the things that you guys all said, but I was like, but, They've got the problem of everyone having so a lot of people feeling like they got burned with the prequels. So what are you going to do? Bro? Well, mm-hmm. let's just give them what they want and then we'll do what our we'll do our own thing later. That that was what I thought they were going. for. So uh, but here's the funny yeah. thing. Um, I bought the Blu-ray uh, right away because I was actually that into it. But mm. it became very apparent as I started to play it over and over again there were huge chunks of it hmm. that I could just leave and make a sandwich. So that's become my new yeah. standard now for, yeah. yeah. Cause like the whole bit with yeah. like uh-huh. the, the role, like the meatball aliens and the ship is just like, yeah, I don't care about cars. this crap. Yeah. Right. And there's like a few yeah. line deliveries that are like a little like, Oh, uh, you know, Max Bond sit He's a great actor, but he's just talking. Bowl, like there's it doesn't go anywhere, you know. It'll always be a princess to me. It's like, ah, ah, you know, like there's it. The construction of it did the sloppiness started to really come through upon repeat viewings,
0: yeah. I I think, um, I I, I actually did like it as well. It sounds like I crapped on a lot. I out of the new films, it's one of the ones that I will rewatch so. That'll, I'll give them that. I think it's really telling that George Lucas recently had talked to Bob Iger about, not recently, but after the film came out, he talked to Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, about his thoughts on the, the, trilogy, on the first film. And he was like, um, you know what? There's nothing new because he's always been mm. there. He wanted to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies and bringing all that together. And just those things did not mm-hmm. happen for yeah. The Force Awakens. Nothing was really new. Um, unfortunately.
6: But I think part of that too is mm-hmm. it's got to be really daunting. And I mean, if you think about it from J.J. J. J. Abrams standpoint, like you're, you're taking mm-hmm. over the helm of this massive, massive machine. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you don't want to mess it up too much because you're going to ostracize yourself. <laughs> right? Because...
3: Uh, Lord knows you'd want to do something right, like that. That'd be crazy.
6: You know, exactly. Right, Johnson? I mean... Uh, Right. But what happens is now you get, you know, um, so I think part of it is, you know, it's that like, do I push the envelope or do I try and play within it and hope Mm -hmm. that I give people enough of what was good before to keep them kind of entertained? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think so in that vein, I mean, I think he did a pretty admirable job in trying to balance. I mean, the fact that he brought Mm -hmm. the whole practical effects back is a thing, um, you know. Which again yeah. lasted for one movie, and hopefully will last for the third movie. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, it, it mm. would be really hard, I think, to kind of try and you know guide this monster of a machine yeah. without trying to get it to go off the rails too. Much. Well, and I mean,
2: I, mean it's, I think also it's very tricky because you know he was going into a situation where he's he's doing the first of three movies, but he's only supposed to be doing the first of three. Yeah. So, it's kind of his job to, I need to now set up two more sets of writer directors to finish this story with no control over it. So, he had to really kind of, he had the bad, like, shitty job of trying to lay, like, plant the seeds of story arc that he was never going to see through to the end. So, I mean, at that point, it's the, if I'm going to, if I, if my job is I have to make a Star Wars movie that sets up two more directors for, you know, to, he's basically having to throw softballs yeah. up while making a star yeah. Wars movie that everyone's going to love. So for me that it makes sense. You go with a formula that you know, has worked because it worked three right. years ago and you take the best parts of that while tweaking the characters slightly and bringing in all these other yeah. aspects and then throwing up softballs for whoever's yeah. following you. you go. I've given you all these different plot hooks mm-hmm. you can run with. Right.
0: I would I love does. to see what JJ's outline for the second and third movies were like, yeah. his original.
2: I think we're, well, in a few days, we're probably going yeah. to... Uh, well, no, the third well, one has totally
0: changed. Like, he said that. Yeah. Like he had to change so many different things because characters well, he wanted to introduce. Uh, characters... <laughs> because of lots the, of assassinations, yeah. The, it, George Lucas actually <laughs> had given them an outline for 789 that he wanted to see. He wanted to see the
1: yeah. the
0: grandchildren of... Grandchildren, so multiple, of Anakin Skywalker. Uh. Which, you know, we, we sort mm-hmm. of saw in the extended universe with Jason and Jaina yeah. and Anakin um, yeah. and Ben. Yeah. Ben Skywalker. Ben. Yeah. Wait, Anakin. Yeah. So yes, no, okay. Ben, Ben, Ben. Um, Anakin, Anakin was so, yeah. a solo ben Skywalker. Anakin solo. Ben was a Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, there you know. Skywalker. Um It's hard to remember now that it's been such a long time since I've read those extended mm-hmm. universe stories. Um, but you know, who knows if how well those were written. i at least I feel like if George, Lucas if they had gone with that outline, it would have felt more in universe. Yeah. But that's just my mm-hmm. my thoughts on George Lucas. I think he, he's a good vision guy. I don't think he, he I think he needs to be reined in like we mentioned in the last
2: episode. Yeah. He's a he's a great ideas guy, but he needs to he can give his ideas and then they can be refined yeah, from exactly.
0: there. Um so after this was released, it was released actually to pretty big acclaim. Audiences and mm-hmm. critics seem to like it. It was pretty well received mm-hmm. on Ron Tomatoes, Metacritic and those things. Um then the next year we get our first of the extended universe stories or the Star Wars stories films we only got two that this, after the second one came out they ended up canning all the subsequent Star mm, Wars sto- yep. story movies so the first one was Rogue One which set up uh episode 4 and then we got Solo a Han, a, a Han Solo prequel thing yeah. we saw him, how he got to become <sighs> Han Solo um did you guys like these films did you dislike them what worked what didn't work did you did could you have gone without
2: seeing I, either of them? I I absolutely loved Rogue yes, One. Yes, I agree. I thought it, it, yeah, it, me too. It, yeah. it was the Star Wars movie that I didn't know I wanted until I watched it. And I went in there very hesitant because I'm like, I, I knew what they were, like the storylines. So I'm like, okay, this is, the, this is the group that stole the Death Star plans. Wow. And That's yeah. all I went in there knowing. I just what it assumed Kyle Katarn was, was, was going to really show up really sometime, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very
3: easy level too.
2: But yeah. I, I went in. I went in very, very hesitant to to seeing the movie because I was like, ah, I have no idea how this is going to work out. And I was absolutely blown away by it. Like I thought it was an absolutely breathtakingly mm-hmm. phenomenal film yeah. because it was it was what we had been kind of wanting all along. Was that you're dealing with non Jedi's. <sighs> yeah. In the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. Well non-Jedis Mostly um, In the Star Wars universe so you're seeing Basically normal people yeah. in this world And seeing how they interact So you're not seeing like the leaders of the Rebellion and just, you know The, the newest Jedi in, in a line That's been gone like you're dealing with like yeah, these are just random people that happen to live here mm-hmm. uh, and are now doing an extraordinary thing because they feel they have Yeah, to.
0: It, I thought it was amazing. Like, we had talked about wanting to expand this universe. It seemed very small, like Steve had said, with the previous films. This one, although it did take place on certain planets that we had been for, or at least heard about, um, I thought the idea of not having Jedi there, the idea of people still believing in the Force but not being Force users was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it yeah. brought a whole realism to that idea there's a religion like, there there was a religion there just yeah. like australia um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the the, the force priest churit um who was played by John, Donnie and i think was an incredible character yeah. Um, yeah. and it was it was i think <laughs> i don't think i expected to see that darth vader scene at the end like when that lightsaber ignited i don't i'm pretty
2: sure i peed in my pants <laughs> it, it a <laughs> i lo- i it, it took me right up until, like, once they got the planes, they started to run. As soon as they started closing yeah, yeah. that set of doors, I, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, that's when I started realizing I was like, what was going yeah. on. I was like, mm-mm. And then, and it made me so happy because it was the, oh, it's, it is literally the only time in that entire series of films where you <laughs> see Darth Vader in that armor being as terrifying and powerful as everyone says uh-huh. that he is like, up until then he's done the whole like right. I'm gonna walk slowly and like lift you in the air and choke you or I'm gonna do the force choke thing and he's gonna and he had some not uh, low energy duels but he certainly wasn't doing the stuff <laughs> that you had seen Hayden Christensen doing before then at this time you like, see Vader doing all that crazy yeah. stuff that Anakin Skywalker yeah. had been doing in the yeah. armor mm. Uh, and it was beautiful for me. I was like, that made yeah. me so happy. And then that last, unfortunately, digital cameo yeah. at the very end of the movie. But see, so I, I loved how they
6: sagged right into it. Like mm. it was to me that was perfect. I had a hard time mm. with the whole computer in the beginning, kind of thing. I thought, oh, it'll mm. take me out of this movie because again, it's, you can't have a completely digital character that's been dead for. Mm however many years you know what i mean but at the end of the day i got past it very quickly yeah right and i oh, i feel the, a the, riveting the
2: tarkin. Yeah. character
0: yeah, yeah. Right? Peter Cushing.
2: oh the yeah, the peter the peter cushing cameo was amazing for me i was like that it was it was terrifying and amazing mm-hmm. it was more than a cameo it, man he was mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was, was a like a character. secondary character yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a character i wasn't talking about i wasn't talking about tarkin oh i, was no, I know you were talking cameo. about oh, yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, that is part of the...
2: That, that just happened to happen at a very tight yeah. point.
3: Right, right. Yeah, I I was, I think, the only person on record who didn't love the movie as much as you guys. Like, I will always say, if you are a Star Wars fan, you absolutely need to see this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, mm-hmm. as a film, I still feel the it was a little rushed. I still mm-hmm. feel that it was a first yeah. draft because... Uh, and I, I still cannot think of a good example... But when you have a movie where you have like a, basically a suicide squad and I'm not, not going to yeah. refer to that movie by <laughs>
1: I'm not talking about the
3: suicide squad. I'm talking about a plot in which you have a ragtag group of misfits taking on an extremely yeah. dangerous mission. Um, it's been done better. And, and I, and I always point to the fact that other than the fact that Eric just called the force priest by his actual name, does anybody actually know the pilot's name? And Eric can't answer this cause he's, he probably does know right? What's the pilot's <laughs> name? Do you yeah. know? What's What's the oh, other Asian guy's name? No, I know you know, <laughs> but my point is there's six of us here, yeah, right? Yeah. And like all the, other than Cassian and Jin, Jin yeah. and the robot, yeah. right? Because everyone loves yeah. the robot. And you know why? Because he has a story arc. Yeah. Nobody else does, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah. other than Jin, obviously, okay? <laughs> and what I would have liked um, to have seen is just simply like I liked the flashbacks with Jin because it really informed her story. I would have liked a couple more just for Mm -hmm. her. Right. I would have liked to have known why her father trusted the pilot. That's a really important question. Right. Absolutely. Um, So there's, that's what I mean. I'm not saying it's an other failure or crap movie. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like that, that's a really strong seven for me, you know? And, uh, I just it, it was rushed.
0: We, we we talked about how there was director issues with this film. And yeah, a lot of yeah. it was done in editing and and um, you no know, yeah and, yeah um, reshoots. So I wonder if there mm-hmm. like there's a there was a longer mm-hmm. thing where we got to explore more of the characters. You know how in the Magnificent oh, Seven sure. there is seven of them, but we. Yep we get to l- learn each one. Yeah, I feel like exactly. they had probably done something like that with this, but they wanted to, mm-hmm. yeah. to streamline focus on just the Jen or Cassie. Yeah. Or casting yeah. Or something
3: like yeah that. I, I hope so. I hope so. But uh, that also leads to another now, point about how this was the first inkling of director slash people in charge issues, right? Like you're talking about the reshoots and mm-hmm. stuff, but we'll touch upon that again. Yeah. You know, we will, <laughs> it's going to come up. Right. But my point is I didn't pay attention to that at first. But now it's like you see the pattern, you know, mm-hmm. of all of these conflicts. Yeah. Directors. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was
2: going to say, that being said, that, as much as like, I, I just gushed over the movie, and I, I will because I thought it was a great movie, and I thought the ending bit was absolutely phenomenal. But I would be horribly remiss if I didn't address the fact that as great as the last 12 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. are, it creates a massive pothole yeah. that I, I can't yeah. ignore. Which is the how y'all gonna pretend that you are an yeah. innocent ambassador <laughs> yeah. when Vader literally watched that ship take off from the ship? He yeah, ten minutes earlier. And then started sh- and then chased it and started yeah. shooting at. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, "What are you after us for?" Yeah, like, we're just passing dude, through. Man, <laughs> we just, we've been following you for like ten minutes, shooting yeah. at you, and it's not like you just appeared out of nowhere. So that that to me was yeah. like, it was awesome to see that happen. But it just, it was like a, but, but please, like, at least make it, don't have him standing there, watch the ship. Yeah. I, I,
1: I, uh, I, I know.
3: thing. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead.
0: I know that there this has been explained in the books that that that's all I want go for you, Steve. No. Okay. All well, I was going to say
3: is they could have solved that by like having another handoff, you know, just to, just to, just separate yes. it a little bit. I mean, it was really, it wouldn't yeah. have been effective. Cinematically, you know, like pacing-wise, right? And it is super cool yeah. that last sequence. I'm totally giving so, you that. Yeah,
2: Like it was awesome to watch that happen. And be like, that's the ship, and that's the ship yeah, from the yeah. beginning of Episode yeah. Four. But I'm like, then how did they pretend like they didn't know <laughs> yeah. that it was going to so, Because they- sorry, one more
3: thing here. Yeah. Um, and that, but that, that leads me to another thing too is in my, my pet peeve about fan service, right? And that's a thing. They didn't use it effectively in this movie. And that also, that yeah. I know is a nitpick for me. Uh, but yeah, so mm. much fan service that was like too blatant, right? And, and that's one that yeah. actually creates a plot hole, right? That's mm-hmm. that, I mean, mm-hmm. I love that fan service. That's the one I actually can stand behind yeah. seeing Vader yes. and the Tantive Four. But at the same time, it's like, uh, uh might have, might have, you know, fired a little too early on that yeah. one you know i think i, mean, sorry, I, think, Eric, I think it
0: was in the book that they said that there are multiple ships that got shot out that sure so they right. sense ended yeah. up going to the one and that's they're like no we're, we're definitely not that one
3: that <laughs> makes sense yeah. no that's that's a good explanation yeah yeah
5: no, no I, um i don't know yes, I, I wanted to share that i i liked that the movie was i feel darker than i was used to seeing for star wars mm-hmm. um i, I like the idea that you could have a movie where um, the, the last part of the movie was basically, um, it, it was hopeless for the main characters and you were just sort of watching them one by one, just try to get mm-hmm. their missions complete. Uh, and, and everything was for the good of the rebellion. Um, and, and I, I, I enjoyed that because it wasn't one of those stories where everybody lives happily ever after. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. so for me that, 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 that really resonated with me. Um, even right from the very beginning where, where, um, where Jin, like as a child, um, you know, sees um her was her her mother gets shot, right? At the yeah. at, at the very beginning, right? And when they're trying to protect her. And it's like, wow, this this is the this is the mood that we're we have for this particular movie and this is where, where we're going with it. Um and and yeah, but I, I it like whenever whenever we have we have these kind of conversations, it kind of brings me back to one of my favorite YouTube uh YouTubers, uh Ryan George, who does all these uh pitch pitch meetings that he does. <laughs> And mm, and yeah. he um and he does a, a really funny one about Rogue One where where he does he <laughs> talks about a lot of the things that you guys are discussing in, in his
0: pitch meeting and it's yeah it's worth checking out. We should probably put in our show notes. Um, sure. The oh man, this film. I know, I know. We had talked about this before, Steve. Um, the character of Saw Guerrera, Um but mm, as a yeah. fan of Clone Wars and Rebels, yeah. it was unfortunate. Like I liked him, and I know he was stupidest he scene. Down. In- Movie it, history. It, it, oh, I know, I, I know, Huck, you Also, you like yeah. him, but it, it it sort of seemed like a weird end for him after Shit. watching him so much in Clone Wars and Rebels and seeing him it's so terrible, well put together. I wonder what. Ha- I. It makes me wonder what happened that he would have yeah. given up.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Coming. No, I. I still. This is my anecdote. Yeah, I mean, you guys probably heard it in another episode, but I'll just repeat it. I mean, basically. He tortures this poor unnamed pilot because that's that. As far as I'm, I, <laughs> His name know is name. I know it's Bodie. I know it's Bodie. But my point is, they never. You know, no one actually knows, right? Unless you <laughs> bought the action figure, and even then, the, it the probably script, says the pilot. The script they gave him it.
5: just says pilot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they torture that guy for no good reason to make Saw into this like crazy, like badass, right? Then the whole deal with the message is delivered. And then like Saw completely gives up on life, right? And I I swear to this day, like every time I watch that sequence, I'm still thinking about how they ran into those two other guys in the street. Cause it was too blatant. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Uh, Do- uh,
0: Dr. Ponzar Pons, and um... Yeah.
3: Yeah. Cause that was just like, what the heck man? Like if they just shown the back of their heads, that would have been amazing. But no, they had to like stop the camera, have them yell at them, look yeah. all weird puffy faced. Right. And I'm still thinking <laughs> about that. And then like, they all this excitement of the characters trying to leave the planet. And you're like, Oh, that's really important. But I'm just like, but why, why is saw just standing, staring at the sky? I don't, I don't get this. And the whole sequence is ruined for me. Cause I'm always wondering about these two things that are totally inconsequential, right. but don't make yeah. sense. Absolutely. Do not make sense. So yeah, I kind of disagreed
4: about saw on that. Um, like I think I mentioned before in that, like his whole character at that time felt like, you know, bin Laden in that, you know, the house in Pakistan, and right. that like, you know, he was like one of the most wanted men in the universe or in the galaxy. And, uh, it, yeah, you know, this was. I think the, that place was pretty much his last stand. In that. as far as the torturing uh, for no reason in that, that was really indicative of where his character was kind of headed. In that, uh,
1: but why would a, a character scenario, who's there,
3: that dedicated to that, you know, that approach to life suddenly just say, "Well, I'm I'm out now"? Like that's what I mean, right? Like he's so consistent with what you say because he does torture, and that's that's like he's that he's that kind of a person, right? Like he's that important a criminal, you know, in that world. I just, that's what I mean. Like that's consistent with, with the, this terrorist, but then for him to like lose all passion, like suddenly. It's
0: weirder that he didn't just jump on that ship. I'm pretty sure there was a seat for him Um, and it wasn't far. And it's not like they had to jump onto the ship. Anyway, I feel feel like there was was a
3: scene missing where like Jin's relationship needed to be explored further so that there was a reason for him to to not give up, but you know what I mean? Like that's the mm-hmm. problem. There's something missing there because that's when the change of his personality occurs, right? Yeah. Anyway. I I, I know get, this is this something
0: about. that we we yeah. could go around in circles just because we don't uh-huh. know how yeah, yeah. what their thought process was in writing or how this character is going. I, I, I will say that Sagarera has been consistently a badass in Rebels and in Clone Wars and for those who played the game Jedi Fallen Order,
4: yeah, but also a bit of an extremist, I know from not the a bit, story definite
0: extremist,
3: definitely one, especially Fallen Order.
0: When you realize what he did um, mm-hmm. in that game, you're just like, yeah. oh, no, no, yeah. he's a very cool yeah. character. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a very cool
3: him. character for sure, from what I know, which is very little, but I, and I think it's a great concept, kind of like what Shouse was saying. How this was like this was the first real like, yeah, the stakes are real, you know, like, like when Cassian kills that guy at the beginning of the movie. Right. Same thing. Right. Um, yeah. Th- this, this is a very different uh, perspective, yeah, you uh-huh. know, on, on the situation. Yeah. And yeah, I just wish they'd done saw <laughs> yes. better, you know? Yeah.
5: Yeah, for sure. And we, we talked a lot about the characters. I just wondered if I could add real quick about the um, there, there's a really cool sequence at the end of this movie where they're doing the space battle. And, mm-hmm. and this is, this mm-hmm. is the movie where, where they actually have the rebel ship sort of ram, isn't it like, a, right. like they, the, the ship the, the, hammerhead, the ship. hammerhead hammerhead ship that head rams head. The, the one star destroyer into the other one? Yeah, and I thought that was a mm-hmm. really
0: cool sequence. Yeah, so if you help. watch Rebels, which is amazing, <laughs> I know I'm gonna keep on bringing it up because this was happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Princess Leia stole those hammerhead ships for the alliance. So you see the, why oh. they were stolen. And what they were used for for things like that. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, uh, there's there's a bunch of little tidbits from that. You you see the ghost was also there. The the ship that they used. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna
2: say that the ship they fly. They gave the call sign out for it right. when they're they, they yeah, call it the yeah.
0: Commander or Captain Sindula on the Yavin Four fan service. Like the movie, but it's like stuff that you can't really notice. Like if you if you That's were good just fan service, yeah, yes, that was yeah.
2: I will. Yeah, because I mean, the two were so linked; they had linked the two together intentionally. So it was like kind of watching the live action progression of what you've been watching. And they actually took the
0: models from the the animators who were working on um, Rebels, and they're like, "Okay, we're just going to high res everything and do new maps on it, and like that." That's great. I'm sure they use that for Episode Nine as well because the ghost is in the trailer. But yeah, let's Mm. let's go on to the more contentious one. So six months after the Last Jedi. Um, They released Solo, which was... They had planned to do all these um, prequel things on different um, characters in the Star Wars universe. Solo was the first one. They were going to do a Boba Fett one and the Obi-Wan one, which ended up Mm -hmm. being a series now. But they were planning on doing this movie for Obi-Wan. Other than it being released six months after another Star Wars movie, which was a really stupid distribution idea, what did you guys think of Solo in general?
2: Um... <laughs> go Matt. Yes. Yeah, oh, go. sure, go, go ahead, Matt. It was, and this is probably misinformation on my part, but it was always my understanding that the purpose of the a Star Wars story uh films were to be standalone, single shot. Or movies. to expand
0: a character. Was That's it was. Yeah.
2: Or to expand it a character, but to expand it on a character or to give you this like this extra slice of story that isn't directly part of the core yeah. at that time. So the issue that I had with Solo, and again, this is not huge issues, but it's still issues. Um, it, they went back to their model of releasing it in the summer, which was out of the gate problematic already.
0: And they didn't have a movie in December. Who thought that was a good idea?
2: Oh, yeah, been, they, had, they had just convinced everyone that these movies come out in December now. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh wait, this one's coming out in I think well, something June, was something else coming out in May. December. It was, no, it was, oh, was May. Was yeah, May? it was May? Okay, May. No,
3: Mary remember. Poppins was in December. Right,
2: right, right. <laughs>
3: No, but that's, that's the thing. You know? Like that's why why I keep saying why didn't they release it because then they ended up competing against Infinity uh, uh, yeah. War. Right, so it's just just <laughs> yeah. stuff.
2: Anyway, Go on. Which shocking! I can't imagine why Solo did poorly <laughs> when you're competing with Infinity War. Um, and again the. the Again, They're both owned by Disney. Say what you want about the casting of the
0: movie. Yeah, (laughs) Everything's owned by Disney, mate. Say what you want
2: about the casting, because some of the casting was great, some of it was a little whatever. Um, The fact that it was sort of promoted as like, oh, it's, you know, this is, you're finding out the origin of Solo, and it's like a heist film kind of, and that's awesome, that sort of matches into it. But then to be like, oh, by the way, here's a cliffhanger because we're going to do more of these. (laughs) Yeah. Mixed in with the, for the casual, and by when I say casual, I mean the exclusively cinematic live action Star Mm -hmm. Wars fans to bring back the character that they did bring back. You can spoil it. It's fine. No, no, I don't want to spoil it for those that may not have seen it. Some people may not have seen it. I'll spoil it. Okay. (laughs) For them to bring Darth Maul back as like the actual you know ringleader of all that's going on in that capacity which then leads you into the oh and now you know okay so Daenerys and Darth Maul are working together because I don't know what <laughs> the hell our character uh. is. It, it was Daenerys. Um, <laughs> it's just for me I was kind of like huh and like it, I felt like it was supposed to be a moment where I was going to be like oh my god, it's Darth Maul, and he's the big bad of, I guess, the Solo's movie series now, because that's a thing? And that's what I, I uh, couldn't yeah, get It's not it. really
3: going to be a thing, but yeah. But
2: that's what they were kind of, that's what they were I know. leading it up to be, is that this, we're going to do at least one more, probably two solo yeah. movies, and now Darth Maul's here, and he's the big bad guy that you have to worry about. It's just like, I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, but like, Everything had been indicating that this was a standalone film mm-hmm. right up until that point. And then I'm like, what the f-
1: is going on <laughs> right now? Mm-hmm.
2: And I walked out of that movie going, I don't like it was an entertaining enough movie. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know what I did I just see them like kind of creating a series or are they just trying to like do a weird backdoor pilot for like a like a series or another bunch mm. of movies? And I just I felt disappointed. So I'm like, this could have been really good and then it felt like they were at the last minute throwing stuff in like we can we have to make more of these yeah. and it I did I didn't need to see more of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: like I wanted to see the, okay cool. this is how he this is how he meets everyone and you kind of see the setups that are mentioned later in the films when he's older. Awesome. I'm happy done. mm-hmm I don't want more movies. See, for me, when it came out, I refused to go see
6: it at the theater. Two. It's the Two. first Star Wars movie that I've ever done that at, um, which hmm. in hindsight, maybe I was, I could have picked another one to miss as well, but.
1: because of that they other one. Yeah. yeah. Right. But
6: my thing was Han Solo, and I grew up, Han Solo was my favorite character. He was the scoundrel. He was The badass. He was the guy that everybody wanted to be. Like you were either Luke or Han. There's no, you know, there's no other
4: characters, right? Mm.
6: So yeah, when they cast, oh, I can't even. I don't even know the guy's name, right? Aldrich, um, I mean, something, something. I don't know. He doesn't have the swagger. So right off the bat, like I, you're not selling me on him. And then the fact that it's going to be one of these shows where the whole story behind it. When I finally watched them, like it's just a letdown from the beginning to the very end. There was no,
1: mm.
6: you know, it's almost like it's Han Solo. We've got to try and find something cool from the, to like be, but the guy who's playing him and the guy who's trying to become Harrison Ford isn't nearly as cool. So I can't get behind the character. And so now yeah. my favorite character is a dud. Like it just doesn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just didn't Yeah, fit. I was I, like, you know what? I can't even, well, the thing hide. that
2: I, that- the thing that I found really funny about it too is the fact that everyone's like they're solo. People were excited, and then they're like, "Oh, and by the way, Donald Glover's playing Landel Calrissian," and everyone lost their minds because they're like, "Holy shit That was the kind of response they should have had for whoever Absolutely. they cast a solo. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. They had
2: like uh, you bad can't bad. have Lando overpower Han in that movie. Not at all. Being excited. I don't even know who they could have cast. They to had be a honest. guy um, who
6: actually who played a younger Harrison Ford in
3: one of the in editing. another movie. Yeah.
0: And he looks oh like, in Witness or whatever. No, he looks
3: no. exactly oh. like him. there's a good impression. On
0: Plague
4: Lily movie, right?
6: Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Just, but it's one of those things where again, it's just like you when you disconnect the character so much mm-hmm. from what people are expecting.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
6: just you you can't come back from that, right? It's like I, I, I
0: yeah. I, I just I I think it's weird that he wasn't a rogue all the way through. Yeah, right. He was always that guy with the Heart of Gold, whereas you don't know if he's gonna be that guy with the heart of gold in A New Hope. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he was always doing it for the money up until the
2: end. Um, Yeah,
0: and I don't. You can't
2: start him out as the as the clean cut nice guy. Yeah, and then and and again, I'm I'm sure it's one of those like, well, we're gonna do another one of these, so we'll make maybe make him more jaded later on. I don't know, but like again, don't unless you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then announce that you're doing this as solo, which is part one of two or three solo movies we're going to do and let people know that going into the movie that don't go and expect this to be a standalone like we'd said it was going to be because it's not like that I think that that soured definitely me I'm sure a lot of people as well too and I agree with you that you know
6: tying it in with having Darth Darth um, Maul there like it's there are some characters that make sense that they interact right Mm -hmm. and this didn't it didn't add to the story at all it didn't it didn't mm-hmm. fill out anything. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at the old lore, you know, he would have been, you know, part of the empire anyway. So it it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't really fit. So mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I
0: It, it was weird for <clears> throat> people throat> who are fan. fans of, of Clone Wars and um, Rebels where he did show up because there was a time when he was the head of a crime syndicate, but not mm-hmm. the one they mentioned right. in the film. Right, right. So exactly. You're just there like, what? I guess he's at the head of two
2: cards. Yeah, and like gets? that was just it. That's like cool. it, yeah, it was like that's what I mean. Like for people that <laughs> don't watch all the supplementary stuff, it would have been very confusing. And for people that <laughs> did watch the supplementary stuff, it was very confusing.
3: Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's like you you were doing you were giving fan service to absolutely no one. It's just sloppy. Other than I guess Ray Parks needed a paycheck.
0: Well it does. I do appreciate that they got um the guy to voice the guy from the clone voice to voice him again. So it was nice hearing Consistent, that voice yeah. as as yeah as and seeing Ray Park as Darth Maul was always nice. I wish he yeah. had more to do in the movies. Like we said, I, I wish he had gone through all of the prequels mm-hmm. and been
2: that bad guy. That was super bad. But yeah, it just it was it was an uh, it turned into an unnecessary film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good way of putting yeah. it. Well, and having
6: director and, changes too, part yeah, way through because yeah. like that plays a big part too, because I'm sure that uh, was it, Lord and Miller Lord and Miller. Yeah, it was actually supposed a, to be a comedy, a, a lot different take on this. Yeah. And Ron Howard, yep. really, I mean, you know,
0: just straight Ron Howard just, movie. Yep. Exactly, yep. Like
6: yeah. Howard the Duck. Thanks, buddy. You know,
3: like it's. <laughs> uh, oh no, <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's, just wanted uh, to put that pin in the. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so the uh, directing uh, conflicts with uh, was it Gareth edwards, mm-hmm.
1: Gareth Ed, edwards.
3: by now we'd already also lost josh trank all right he was another hire that uh they had to get, get, get rid of because he was unworkable and then uh lord miller fired off of uh solo replaced with ron howard just just trying to create a little bit of a subplot you know for us to follow when we get to yeah. the end of this but anyway sorry, go on, go on. Yeah.
0: there was there was definitely stylistic changes you can tell yeah. in the film it was messy i like i still i enjoy the film more or less for what it is it's dumb dumb fun i guess i like the train sequence i think that looked really cool it's a good sequence yeah no it was but there was like there were all these characters that they really pushed in the trailers and then like half of them die in that sequence yeah (laughs) Yeah. just like okay cool i guess cool i
1: don't Mm -hmm. know
0: it it, it felt off also um L337 uh, uh, being part of the Millennium Falcon seems, <laughs> seems really messed that's up. It's my favorite no, thing of the it. whole
3: thing. Cause that was the only character that was a little cringy for me. And I'm like, ah, everybody else is okay. Like what you are saying, Eric, I mean, they're just kind of all dumb fun, but that one was kind of pushing, pushing it a little bit. And then, and then for her to have the worst fate, like that is the darkest thing to ever happen in <laughs> star Wars. We're talking about a sentient robot that loves, uh, loves a man. and they basically lobotomize her, stick her into the, to the starboard computer. She is the, she is the computer of the ship. So now she's the ship, yeah. a lobotomized, sentient uh, robot. And then the ship gets stolen by another person almost <laughs> immediately. So she is not only l- turned into like a, a, a half-sentient machine, but she loses her lover at the same time. Like,
0: that is dark. And don't forget that she fought for robot, yeah, um, freedom, yeah. right? No, <laughs> so I to be trapped. That's this is the mm-hmm. thing.
3: All you guys are talking about these things. that are like, yeah, like they kind of messed this up, and then the Darth Maul. No, it's all it's all yeah. sloppy, right? Because I don't think they thought that through. Yeah. That what happens to her. It's horrific. Yeah. It's like Cronenberg yeah. horrific. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, There's a
0: Cronenberg version of Star Wars. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the worst. I, and I laughed. I'm
3: sorry. I'm Fine. I'm very twisted that way because I'm like I know they did not intend to do that, but that is hilarious.
0: They just. I'm pretty sure everyone <laughs> that saw that was like, "Ooh, that's sort of dark. Yeah. Why would you do no. that to someone? <laughs> yeah. it's horrible.
3: Yeah. Horrible.
0: Anyway, <laughs> so this movie didn't do well. Um, a lot Ooh. of people did not go see it because of a film that came out six months earlier. And that is The Last Jedi. Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> so this is episode eight oh. of the nine part um, epic saga of the, star, the, the Skywalker saga.
3: They can um, try to keep calling it that, but I whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um,
0: so this movie was actually, when it came out, it was critically acclaimed. Like critics loved it pretty much. A lot of them were saying, oh, look, it was different. <laughs> They tried to do other things, but almost universally the the fandom on this was very low. I think it's it scores like a, what, a 30 or 40 on Rotten Tomatoes. You had written 43 the on the
3: outline. It was it 43? Yeah. Oh, 43
0: oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Funny critics 91. Funny
3: detail on that. A mathematician was looking at the those votes, and uh, he <laughs> determined that the numbers looked off based on just his like visual sort of like uh look at the um, the user the votes. And he was able to figure out that zeros, anything below a one star, was actually not counted. So, zeros and half stars are actually not part of that. So, 43% is actually much higher than than the user votes, right? Because it's completely ignoring Mm. everyone who actually did not give it a one, at least.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, (laughs) we did a whole episode on The Last Jedi, episode 77. So if you want to hear our initial thoughts of this, go back um, and listen to it. We'll wait. We it, it was fresh, um, but I, I do want to talk about it. It's been some time. Um, have have we have our thoughts changed on the film? Like, um, <laughs> have you watched it again? My, my I, I, I had a story with Hawk, and I was, and I, I don't think I talked about it on on Mike. But anyway. I was cleaning uh, my basement and sometimes I like putting on movies. I usually, when I was in university, I'd put on the star Wars movies and just have mm-hmm. it in the background, you know, to, to study. Cause I could, I, I knew it well enough that I could just watch it every so often and be like, okay, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. But when I was cleaning my basement, I put on the last Jedi cause I hadn't seen it in a couple months in a year ish. And <laughs> I could not keep it on my TV. It just made me upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my. I don't think my my feelings have changed on this movie. It it really still bothers me. I'll go into it more once you guys get into it. But anyone who wants to go first, go for it. Yeah, I I feel like I have
1: a,
5: a different, a different maybe more controversial mm. view. Um, so I'm gonna go first. <laughs> um, I watched I watched it yesterday, and I watched it yesterday because I haven't seen it mm. since I saw it mm. in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I bought the Blu-ray because I wanted to have a complete collection on my shelf sure. here. Um and so I hadn't actually seen it. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Um new movies coming out in a couple of weeks. I I need to be I need to be on top of this. So I'm going to sit, and I'm going to watch this. And I found that I actually enjoyed the movie significantly more um watching it the second time than than watching it the first time. And I wonder if it's because um, after I had seen it in the theater, I don't think I had really a chance to process mm-hmm. it. I think I was immediately bombarded with how much yeah. everybody hated it. And I think because of that, um, I didn't have a chance to really make a decision for mm. myself. I just, I, I, I became sort of in, in, enveloped in all mm-hmm. of that and, and I began to hate it as well. And so I had no reason to watch it again. And then as I watched it a second time, I noticed that there were parts that, that um, I thought were beautifully shot. The cinematography in mm-hmm. that movie yes. is, is just gorgeous. And, and, and there were, there were, there were sequences like, and, and even parts of the story that, that didn't bug me as much as they did the first uh-huh. time. Like the the stuff on in the casino and on Can- Canto mm. Blight um, didn't bother me. I I was actually enjoying that sequence and and I don't know. Maybe I'm going crazy. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I, I know that some of you guys don't don't hate the movie as much as as others. Um, but but I'm 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 wondering if it's you know that that's been mm. my experience. And so I actually had a fairly positive viewing cool, okay. of it recently.
2: No, that's fair. Um... I'll, I'll chi- I'll, no, I'll chime. I'll chime in because I've gone on record of <laughs> saying I don't. I don't hate the movie, and I do not hate the movie. Um, if you need a, the perfect metaphor for what the Last Jedi is, it happens very early on in the film because the film, I think, it actually happens at the very very the almost at the very beginning, if my memory serves me correctly, because I haven't watched it in a little while. Uh, it opens with the scene the continuation of the first of the last of Force Awakens where. Ray is handing Luke his lightsaber and he takes it from her, throws it over his shoulder. And if you ever needed a perfect metaphor for what Ryan Johnson did with what JJ had done, it was that moment right there. And there's, if that's the case and that's what he wanted to do, it wasn't like he had just gone rogue and made this film that nobody from the studio had seen. They knew what he had put forward because it's still Disney and they're not just going to let him fly blind and cross their fingers and hope it works out. They're still going to keep their eye on the property that they have, whether that was right or wrong. It's not my place to say, cause I don't work for Disney. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I, I took issue early when they said that they were going to bring in three directors and different writers to handle these three movies because we had no idea what we were going to get. And given the little nuggets that JJ had left hanging with force Awakens, I assume, okay, cool. There's some awesome plot points here that they haven't gone into that. The next movies can go into. And that's fantastic. The fact that the movie kind of pointedly tried to erase all those plot points bothered me about it. Like the Ray has finally been the one to find Luke and is bringing him his lightsaber, which he had lost and he discards it, was insulting, was kind of not insulting, it was upsetting. What happened with Supreme Leader Snoke was infuriating to me. Yeah, that was stupid. Because I'm sitting there, I'm like, this, (laughs) it would be one thing if they spent the movie explaining who this character was, and then for that to happen, awesome. But the character is still left a mystery. And it's a mystery that apparently they didn't want to solve. So it's like ah, it doesn't matter who he is. Well, it, it does to me, and it did to a lot of fans. So that mm-hmm. to me was that was bothersome because it just felt like the like it. And I'm sure this isn't the case, but it felt almost like a vindictive erasing of everything that had happened in the movie before, without giving any new plot hooks for the movie that was to come afterwards. So it was yeah, I'll agree. It, with it was that very much like, it just felt yeah. like Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Was kind of sitting there going, I know better than him, and I don't care who's coming after me. I'm gonna make my Star Wars movie. Good luck finishing it. And that that bothered me from a fundamental level, because I'm like, the whole point of this is that this is supposed to be one chapter in this saga. And it's the second last chapter. Yeah. That it felt like he's like, no, no, no. I want this to be the end of the, the saga and I'm not going to, I'm going to make it difficult for whoever's coming after me and that it, I shouldn't watch a movie, sit there, go, but why did they decide to do that? Cause it, that's what yanked me out of the story. Every moment was the fact that I sat there going, but why did they choose to do this as opposed to just taking the story in for what it is and being like, this is the tale and they're going to tell me the story. I kept going, why did he make that change? Why did he change this? Why did he do this? Why did he suddenly make Yoda comic relief? Yeah, why was he the goofy or or how quickly Phasma was killed, Um, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, again, like, for me, it all comes down to the page turners, they were not. I'm like, that is not a thing that 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 character would ever have said. So, again, it was just, it was things like it was just sort of, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. It felt like someone Paris, not even satiring a Star Wars movie. Almost. Mm-hmm. But then, there, like Showson said, there were moments that were at the, again, there was beautiful visuals and there were moments that were really compelling to watch. And then yeah. it would be peppered after almost immediately after with, but here's how I'm going to, you know, thumb my nose at the movie that just happened and, the, and this series. And I'm like, but why? Because that would just pull me back out of it again.
5: Yeah. And, and that, that, that's what pissed me off in the first place, yeah. too. Like that, that whole idea that, that all of that stuff, Everything you mentioned, all that stuff was just completely erased and 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 deleted. And and I feel like my second watch through, my my expectations were so low. It's almost like those those movies that you guys go to see that you've already yes. heard were terrible, but you watch yeah. it anyway. If your expectations are low enough, you start to see things that you know that you didn't maybe see before. Right. And so yeah, that's I think that's why there were parts of it that that really stuck mm-hmm. out for me. But
6: I think it's also a flaw of, and I think this is where Marvel has done a really good job is. They've had a point person, Mm -hmm. the sort of lore keeper for everything and everything has to tie in and it has to make sense here. They've said the complete opposite. We really don't care what you do. Mm -hmm. We kind of want to maybe keep some sort of rain on it. Um, And what I found with it was just that, again, it's the same point is that, you know, like you're, you've got characters that you've done service to forever and ever and ever. And now you're just writing them off. There's no like Luke Skywalker is, I mean, it's a travesty in my opinion yeah. that you just, you know, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, it, no, you're not like it, <laughs> who just checks out. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You yeah. don't
6: just throw yeah, in the it,
2: towel. Instead of, that long. Well, Cause he was always, he was always, always like the, he was the never say no kid. He's mm-hmm. like, no, we can do this. He was the kind of, he was like, the new high, hope. Yeah. Right. The driving <laughs> like, force behind a lot of that. It's like, no, we can destroy this Death Star. Yeah. Two meters, I, I was bullseyeing Womp Rat. Like, yeah. you've never flown a starship and you're going to try to take out a Death Star yeah. and he didn't care. You know, yeah. Vader's your father. I'm going to go and confront him because I believe there's still good in him. Yeah. To, oh, my, my yeah. nephew got mad at me. I'm going to go into hiding now. Yeah. Yeah. To
0: think that the man who stood up against the Emperor, the Emperor who went up against Yoda, um, mm-hmm. was scared of his nephew being yeah. sort of bad like not totally going bad. It was just yeah. something that he had had a vision about yeah. and not done anything about really mm-hmm. this is just a kick in the character. It's yeah. nuts.
6: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I find it interesting too, because apparently Hamill had a huge issue with how yeah. the whole character had even been fleshed. And he yeah. said like, this is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Now that I've said my piece, we're good. But like, you know, you're, you're killing it. Like, and not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're going to destroy this. Whole
0: cool thing. It it also pains me that Han Solo, Luke and Leia never got back together. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was just left. There was they, never they reunion. never reunited. Yeah. they it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
6: They're, I think there was just opportunities lost. Right. They also made that BB-8 was...
0: a psychopath in that movie, right? <laughs> He, he killed yeah. a bunch of stormtroopers. Oh yeah, oh, so he many killed things. so many stormtroopers.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know.
5: So, somehow he got up into yeah. a, an ATST and, and took
2: control of the yeah, thing. Know, a lot right. of murder. Yeah, no, it was it was really upsetting that we never got that that trio reunion. Mm-hmm. And it was a little, I felt it was a little odd too. Like it was kind of bizarre that that yeah. didn't happen. It so should have
0: happened. happened in the la- yeah. in seven. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, um, I think just to also highlight the, the little subplot that we're going to reach at the end there. Um, yeah, a l- lot of disagreements behind the scenes are going to start to come through. We're going to I think we're going to hear a lot more after the third film's out because, you know, a lot of people are being mm-hmm. very professional and being very tight lipped. But a lot of the executive decisions, mm-hmm. you know, that's the conflicts over what was going to happen in this movie that Brian Johnson wrote yeah. caused the third director uh, to leave because he couldn't believe mm-hmm. what, what was mm-hmm. happening in this film. And, and it points to my, I guess, my main point because I think actually uh, Matt, you actually said much more succinctly than I could have a, a lot of my grievances with the film. Um, that is mm-hmm. this whole thing. All of this Star Wars under Disney has been rushed and unplanned. I mean, that's mm-hmm. becoming more and more apparent as we go. Uh, and That's just a fact, mm. you know, and, and, that and it's funny because we were talking about Solo and Rogue One. And I would actually also add that Solo felt very much like a Star Wars movie because it had that old school quality because yeah, of Ron yeah. Howard. Right. And I also yeah. agree. Rogue One feels very much like Star Wars and Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Don't really, I mean, yeah, mm. there's a lot of beautiful sequences in Last Jedi. Absolutely. It's got mm. gorgeous. I mean, when that ship crashed, you know, and, and split that other ship, every theater was Mm -hmm. silent, right? Like it was just Mm -hmm. this amazing visual Mm -hmm. moment, you know? Um, But at the same time, it created a massive rift in the star Wars community because then people started debating the ramifications of that. And that's what I mean. Like they, they take the visuals of star Wars, but they don't really understand even the simple, Fantasy. I mean, we're all like arguing about like how characters should be and shouldn't be, and like that to yeah. me, just is just evidence of some kind of disconnect, you know? like yeah, no, what Matt no, was absolutely. saying, you know.
5: Yeah, the, this idea that that basically after that movie, anytime <laughs> you want to destroy exactly. a Star Destroyer, you just have to yeah. kamikaze exactly uh, hyperspace yeah. into it. And and you'd, see, yeah, I'm, I'm
3: fine with that, weapon, that. Right?
0: you know, I don't know why they don't just get droids doing that, but but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it was weirder that all of a sudden they had this technology to, to, to track people through hyperspace. Oh. Like those were trajections mm-hmm. that were calculated precisely and to this, just randomly yeah. f- be able to all in know, where they are. Yeah. I don't know it, that, that, that bothered me. This is anything.
3: the problem, right? Like, I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole of a lot of these little specific details um, because it just points to the fact that everything that happens in the film, like all these technological conveniences, happen to facilitate whatever the director wanted to happen. Right. That's the problem, Mm -hmm. right? The film, the story is, you know, in and of itself is totally inconsistent. If you start to like go, well, why did this character behave this way when all they were going to do within their own film, let alone within the series would do this other thing later. It's just to get a rise out of the audience. It's just just to be exploitative. It's just yeah. to create this situation, mm-hmm. right? And that's just that's just bad writing, mm-hmm. you know. Like that, that's not yeah. me being upset about the specific thing, you know, about hyper drives mm-hmm. or why why couldn't they have like warped some ships in front of the ship they were chasing, you know? Like there's so many things we could talk about, right? But that's not important. Right? Yeah. So those are the those are the rabbit holes that then like people who don't care about a star Wars enough start to go like, Oh, well you're just a huge nerd and you're just huh. butthurt. Right? No, um, no, no. The film is just, a bit-
1: yeah. Yes.
3: And I, yes. I will get the
0: Hawk in a sec um, because he's been um, quiet. Very quiet. Uh, I, but, I've
4: been absorbing all these comments and that, and I'm trying to find rebuttal arguments. In that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the, this is, this is something that's, this is a nitpick again, I will say. So the force of happens. And then directly after that film, the yeah. last Jedi
3: happens 48 hours, maybe.
0: So mm-hmm. yeah, pretty, it, it that, was pretty much right after, right? Tight. Because yeah. they, they blew up the thing and then the, the resistance went after the base cause they knew where they, where they were launching from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the span of these two movies happens over what? Mm, a couple weeks. The, that motion. the last yeah. Jedi, yeah. they yeah. only had enough fuel for 16 hours, right? Yeah. That that's the yes. thing. So really that movie happens over 16 hours, including the mm-hmm. training of Ray. Um, yeah, and all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you look at the old trilogy and you look at the prequel, um, those were six years, right? Between, mm-hmm. like yeah. you can yeah. see the progression. You you understand why these people, their their characters have changed. They've matured as the as the film goes on.
2: You, you know, yeah. you get you, things have happened. Th- thing and things have happened to them in between the films you haven't seen, but you know, you imagine they've grown as yeah. people or there's things have happened. There,
0: there was no pro- the, the progression that they got from that first, from seven to eight. Made no sense to me, like mm. how how much they've changed. Like, I I'll bring yeah. this up because I, I always bring this up. Finn was such a changed character at the end of it Seven. He's worthless now. But then he just became someone who just kept on running in Seven, in Eight, which seems like a weird yeah. m- change of his character mm-hmm. that served no purpose other than to be like a plot yeah. point for yep. you know Rose. Or I like Rose as a character, which really sucks because she got screwed because she. Yeah. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. there was no growth mm-hmm. between seven and eight, but they tried to add yeah. a lot of growth without having that time spent. I don't know that
2: that seems. Yeah. Well, but not even that. But I mean, then I, I'll go the one that kind of that bugged me, and it's one of those like, if you look looking at the film just by itself, I was a, I really enjoyed Kylo Ren's character in the Last Jedi, but Kylo Ren's character in the Last Jedi compared to Kylo Ren's character in the Force Awakens makes zero sense because he goes from this like. Petulant, rage-filled, twenty-something
1: mm-hmm.
2: who like like has a serious impulse control <laughs> problem. Yep. Um, to this calculating, Machiavellian manipulator, in the span of twenty-four hours, <clears throat> forty-eight, maybe if you're yeah. lucky. And I'm like, it, it's it's a, it makes no it doesn't make sense like that. That's when I was like, I loved him in that movie by itself, but in the scope of two movies it just came out
3: every single character even the minor ones like like Poe like he's like where's my ball Summer I mean he got completely just like his Mm -hmm. he's worthless and uh, even Hux Mm -hmm. Hux was actually potentially see that's the thing no one even remembers what he was like in Force Awakens he was Kylo Ren's equal right in terms of the first yeah. order, right? I thought it's it was like, higher. He could have even been higher, yeah, because there were moments where there was like this rivalry, and he, they wanted to screw each other, right? You could tell that. Yeah,
2: they were in, yeah. in,
3: in Last Jedi. He's a clown. He just gets mopped. He literally yeah. mops the floor, right, <laughs> uh, with yeah. his body. You know, like he, he's just comic relief. So it's it's like yeah. not not that I love the character or anything. I'm just saying, like every single character is just like ah, yeah. I'm just going to do something like- funny with it.
2: It's like it was. It felt like a standalone movie that wasn't yeah. standing alone.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, had had had, had this had this been one of these Star Wars stories, I don't think there'd be any right issue on. at all. But that because it's a main no, series story, there's what I was referring to yesterday about series integrity, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. which was born out of what I didn't like with the prequels. This is very much mm-hmm. in focus
0: with this film. All right, Hawk, yeah. you have the floor. Wow. <laughs> I it's liked just, it. The end. Okay, Hawk, tell, tell <laughs> us we're all wrong. You're not
4: all wrong in that. I mean, you all have very valid points in that, you know. Um, I'm going to go back and say I think I've said it before in that, you know, J.J. Abrams kind of spoiled the beat by putting Luke in the film,
3: you know. yeah. You know, he just wa- he yeah. just yeah. wanted
4: to have Luke in the film, even if it was a wordless just one shot you know and it was in and so mm-hmm. somebody else, and the fact that there wasn't any sort of overarching story in that or yeah and that, you know it really left the guy to his own devices and that you know now i really mm-hmm. respected brian johnson a lot and that because you know i was really i was a big fan of his films and that. you know looper i thought was probably well you know one of mm-hmm. the best sci-fi films of uh, you know the last you know well, whatever, 15 you know. years or whatever yeah in the last 15 years and that was it was clever it was like you hmm. know it was really well written the dialogue was fantastic so um this movie i liked a lot better than force awakens uh just because mm-hmm. you know it was all those familiarity issues with the force awakens and i thought are they really going to kind of re plumb all these kind of you know tropes and you know motifs and that themes and that you know with the star killer base and you know um Mm -hmm. like you know obviously han solo's death was kind of mirrored uh, ben's passing in the first one and and so you know i guess the expectation was you know this guy was supposed to create the next empire you know and Mm -hmm. he didn't you know and he took a very dark path with Luke. A lot, of, you know, and I know a lot of people hated it and that, but for some reason it resonated with me. And that I look after seniors quite a bit, and that, you know, and I know, like, you know, that, you know, the point where you will start out in life as a young man and that is not necessarily when you, where you wind up mm-hmm. when, you, when you're old, True. you know, you know, yeah. and, uh, for a lot of seniors and that they look back on a life of regret and that, you know, and it's like it was interesting to me that he chose that path for Luke, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we interesting as a word. Yeah, it's
0: interesting, you know.
4: <laughs> and like I, you know, but nothing about Hamill's performance of it put me off because, like, I thought he was pretty brilliant in the film. Yeah,
0: his so performance was. Mm-hmm.
4: Fantastic oh yeah, very professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know the fact that you know it, there wasn't like a you know a master student relationship with Ray in that it was almost like a warning. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, a lot of that appealed to me, and there are I think there were layers of mystery that he kind of set up. You know. For another director to take in the next direction, and that uh, Snoke was a, obviously a, a very undefined character in that. I mean, his very shape, you know, oh. it's like with the creak down the neck or the head. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it, yeah. it made him seem like kind of some like a damaged copy of something, right?
1: Probably you know, and obviously this is something
4: that <laughs> they're going to be exploring in the next movie and that but, um yeah what are they I do remember the, yeah i do remember, the, I do oh, remember yes. that in, there was an interesting little fan theory and that it had to do with the throne room and, that, and the, if those two technicians who were kind of off the sides if everybody remembers mm-hmm. that, I mm-hmm. yeah that, and it had to do with um Something they had explored with uh, Palpatine and that, and the idea of a transference and that, like a they were priests, mm-hmm. they
0: weren't they weren't technicians.
4: Yeah, they um, were priests, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, it seemed to me like Snoke was a bit of a placeholder. Yeah. So And sure. I, you know, the fact that Ryan Johnson kind of treated him like that, and you know, it really subverted expectations in that when Kylo actually turned on him and that,
1: even that mm-hmm. made sense to
4: me. In that, you know, Kylo uh, Kylo Ren was. For all intents and purposes, uh, like an abused kid who, who learned he couldn't trust adults, right? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, Could also um, show you
6: that he's just completely unhinged, right? Like he's just right. Not...
4: The fact that he turned Which, the yeah. turn on his master,
2: yeah. Um. But, yeah, but he turned, you well, yeah, he turned up. yeah, no, I'm not gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, <laughs> it's easy to
1: go back
3: and
2: forth yeah,
1: on a yes.
3: lot of things. So, yeah.
0: so, so, Hawk, you're saying that you, there, there's a lot of misgivings that you, you can overlook. There, there are things you, you appreciate. See, maybe through, I can,
4: maybe overlook isn't the thing. Maybe it's, it's a, it's just a different interpretation than that, yeah. you know, but overall. And if
0: there's Star Wars, um, taught us anything is to look at things from a different point of view. Right. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Steve, I have to say it.
4: Um but almost you know i do feel like the movie was a maybe a bit of a maybe a bit of a forceful statement about the last movie and that it's like that you know a lot of these a lot of the old if if there was ever going to be life in the series again on that a lot of the old tropes had to die yeah.
3: i the past die sure. uh, yeah i just uh, uh, i have been i'm i'm running on very little sleep as uh, <laughs> you know, if yeah. you listen to the last episode i'm i'm totally jet lagged i actually haven't slept since the last one and um so and and i've been i haven't dying to talk about this for a year so i might end up having to say some more stuff in a previous episode and i don't want to go on a whole long thing because i think you know you guys have actually covered a lot of it i but i think actually hawk i just to, to pick on one thing you said you're right it, it all started with jj abrams and more importantly it all started with kathleen kennedy and the whole just the way this whole thing's been run like i've already kind of alluded to that mm-hmm. but it's just obvious that because there wasn't anyone in charge of plot and you know um the overall overall story we're running into all these problems i mean these are all things that yeah. we're debating that would have been sorted if someone had actually just sat down and said would that really have happened or does this really make sense yeah. you know so that's mm-hmm. the origin okay. of all of this right like right yeah. away
0: there really um, needed to be a kevin fey yeah absolutely you know, in, yeah in this way right? like yeah he oversaw all of those more all, all of the Avengers films and they're they're they' are missteps right yeah but it all sort of went to a plan yeah and I feel like exactly. this doesn't have a plan it's just yeah you know we need a film yeah. here 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 and here the yeah problem is so even you sorry started. to
6: say the, the problem is you can't say that there's nothing to mine from especially in the the position that she's yeah. in she was really that lore keeper she was supposed to be the one to help guide that that journey and i think she kind of crapped the bed you know by not by letting people do what they wanted to and not really tying it in Mm -hmm. together
1: yeah
3: yeah i i
0: I will finish the last jedi section
3: oh i have a couple more things sorry do you want to say (laughs) so go for it yeah sorry sorry i i there's been a quote that um (laughs) i was talking to a friend i hadn't spoken to in a long time and and he also agreed with a lot of these things so you know, we're of the same mind, but he actually mentioned a quote to me that, that has helped, uh, for those who are angry, uh, cause there shouldn't be people angry about this movie, but I have been. So, um, and the quote is, uh, never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. It's, um, uh, <laughs> the philosophical Hanlon's razor is what the quote is. And, um, kind of what Matt was saying is like, there was this feeling of, you know, when Luke tosses the lightsaber, that was sort of the perfect kind of analogy for what was going on in this movie. And that was how I was taking everything that was happening. All these, you know, as people have been saying, subversive moves, I was like taking them as insults, you know, to my love of star Wars. And that's why I was so just full of rage, you know, over this film. And I yeah. think it is better to approach it as, okay, Maybe he did it intentionally. I don't know. I, I think it's it just a lot of bad moves, you know, like maybe let's just look at it from that perspective. If he really is a troll, you know, when we find out later and he really actually wanted to mess with all of us, then he deserves the hate that he's getting. Okay. But, but right yeah. now I, I would rather just step back and just not be so vindictive about it. Uh, you know, I mean, sorry to treat his moves as vindictive. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I guess one last point is a lot of people like to say, "Oh, it's the dark Star Wars," you know, like, and uh, maybe that wasn't appropriate as a main series. But there's doing dark properly where you are consistent, and I would just say Logan is a good example of having characters end up mm-hmm. not where they wanted to be, and mm-hmm. that's you a perfect can, mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, yeah. it Rogue doesn't one mess was with a dark anything, Star right?
0: Wars movie, right?
3: Wrote Edit. one, and exactly, you can have a side right. one, right? And then I'd also like, yeah. this is just my little jab at, at people who, who love the subversion and make that the point. Like, you gotta watch it four more times to really get it, right? <laughs> uh, if subversion yeah. is your thing, I'd recommend Jean-Luc Godard's uh, Weekend because this is French subversive mm-hmm. cinema, right? If you're really into it, mm-hmm. or more um, a more contemporary piece would be Freddy Got Fingered. Then If you like subversion, that will be your that will be your favorite movie of all time. But anyway, my, my
0: fingered man.
3: Uh, but my my, my, <laughs> well, no, my point good, though, though is 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 that like yeah, I'll, I'll probably have more things to say. Another one. I'm just going to stop here. But but yeah, no, it it really is just that everything was rushed, and all these debates we're having, like this this whole t- two podcast is just due to sloppiness. You know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so go ahead, Eric. I'm surprised no, like, you.
4: Did. I'm surprised you didn't throw in Unshen and Lu into that uh, list.
3: <laughs> very good. No. Yeah. Very no. Good. Not
0: that. No. No. no.
1: <laughs> no. Did I, did, I saw that on the biggest the... screen? I
0: thought. And I, no.
1: I know. You know
4: during the original screenings, people would fill their pockets full of stones so they could throw them at the theater at that screen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I understand know. their feelings. Um. Can't imagine. Why. <laughs> I think you guys can all agree that I am a little bit over obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah, um, what? Not over obsessed. No. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very big, passionate. Fan.
6: Um, That's the word you want. Passionate. I mean, you can say that from a, yes.
0: from, a as, know, as, from a certain <laughs> from point
3: of view. That's thank a certain you. Point of view.
0: This is the only Star Wars movie I don't own. Really? Yeah. Like that. That. That speaks. Volumes for me, and you loved Ryan
4: Johnson before this. I love Ryan John Johnson. Actually, still do.
0: I still do. I. i, yeah. I, I can are yeah, gonna to go see knives out. Yeah, like I can't. It's oh, a, it's it's yeah. I just haven't had a chance, but I I will see it. But I don't own it. No, <laughs> and I was looking on Amazon, and I was like twenty dollars for this. I don't know if I want to spend that, and I, I don't know. That sort of hurts as a Star Wars fan. Yeah. That, that was
3: it, actually that was the last time we spoke about this in episode 77. I either, I either said it then, or I had it in my notes. I was going to ask how many of us a year later actually own it. And more importantly, how many of us a year later have like the first question would be how many times have you watched a new hope in your life? <laughs> how many times have you watched episode one in your life? Right. You know, do you own solo? Do you own rogue one? Do you own last Jedi? Right. It's just, it's very simple. Right. And Anyway, sorry, go okay. ahead, Eric. I actually
0: watched uh, Phantom Menace a couple like a week ago. Yeah, and exactly. It was, it was all right. Yeah,
3: exactly. Right. So,
0: um, yeah, let's let's get off of The Last Jedi, because we, we have two more points left. Three more yeah.
2: points. There's kind of said throw one last thing in here just as uh <laughs> go for it, man. It's a virus' a minor thing. There's there's one the one thing that it sat in my head before I ever saw the movie, and it took me a while to figure out what it is it bothered me, is that there was a big warning flag that was sitting in my mind before I walked into the theater. It is the only Star Wars poster that uses the color white in it. Okay. Everything else is all, it's dark and there's color on it. The Last Jedi, like at least a third of it is white. Yeah. And it stands out different from every other poster that they've ever done for I Star mean, that's, Wars.
3: That's true. I mean, I know, but I don't know if that was
1: a yeah, dis- I I wonder... Like I wonder how much a, he
0: he was part of the, the marketing,
2: marketing right? Yeah. They, because they well, generally want to keep sort of the same. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has anything to do with him or whatever it was, but it just from purely a marketing standpoint. And Shouts like, just held up his DVD and it jumped in my mind again is the fact that if you put every single Star Wars movie <laughs> cover facing you, it's the only one that will stand out yeah. as
1: different. Mm-hmm
2: immediately like mm. it'll catch your eye immediately as this doesn't look like everything else yeah and that's been the one thing like say regards that all the movies have a very uniform look yeah. to them you can put them all yeah. in a row they that's, all look like yes that's an yes, interesting yes, yes, detail
1: yes. boom
2: and it, it it didn't occur to me it only occurred to me after fact and i'm like it just it that poster stood out as like it doesn't look like a star wars yeah, movie.
3: that's an interesting point because yeah. the next one does have posters that resemble <laughs> the previous ones, yeah.
2: It goes back to yeah. the way that they've yeah. always looked, and that's just the one thing that was the first warning flag that my brain caught that I didn't even catch was uh-huh. that this one is different. Yeah,
0: the bottom third is the crate battle.
2: That's yeah. weird.
3: Yeah, no, that's an interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting little little detail.
1: Yeah, hmm.
2: just yeah. That sorry, that was just had to add mm. that because it, uh, it was in my head, and then Sheriff reminded me when he showed. Held up the copy of the digits. just out of curiosity, <laughs> how
3: many of us actually do own The Last Jedi out of the six of us? I do not. so, yeah, 50%.
0: So,
3: so, yeah, 50. So, yeah, it's exactly a 50 split, which is exactly what's happened yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Go yeah. ahead, Eric. Go ahead. How,
5: many, how many own solo?
3: Oh, well, only two. Oh, no, three. 50% okay. 50% again. <laughs>
5: rogue, rogue, rogue One, everyone. Most.
0: I saw everybody. No? No no, 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 no,
3: four, no, no four to six,
0: seven, yeah. episode seven.
3: I do. Yeah, I actually do. I think oh, I was Okay. Yeah, so, we were we were all on the bandwagon at that probably. point. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting to see the.
0: It just kept on going down, and now we've just sort of stayed at fifty percent.
3: Well, we'll see what happens after this yeah. next one, right? So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, see how many you are in theaters. <laughs> so recently, as we had mentioned in a previous episode, we all got Disney Plus. <laughs> well, then November was a very fun month for us. Or at least very mm-hmm. sleep-deprived. Um, <laughs> but also with the release of the streaming service, we also got our first live-action Star Wars um, series. And that was The Mandalorian. This series was brought to us by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni of um, Star Wars Rebels fame and John Favreau of, you know, <laughs> everything. marvelous
1: Iron Man. Yeah.
2: Tony freaking Stark. Yeah. yeah. Marvel, <laughs> Happy um, um, uh, John Favre of Marvel phase one. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I was accurate. actually
0: going to say his, um, his uh, Jumanji sequel. What was it called? Um, oh, Zathura. Zathura. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, oh. that was a good movie. I thought it was yeah. enjoyable. Anyway. So this movie, this TV series um, was our first long form live action. Um, Star Wars series. And it mm-hmm. sort of took this whole different aspect. We again, we're not with force users, and we're following a Mandalorian who's also a bounty hunter, but not Boba Fett. Let's just say. Um. So we've only had a couple episodes so far. We're almost near the end of the season. What did you guys think of what ha, has everyone seen it? Yes. I haven't
3: seen all of it yet. No. no.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm, mind, I'm behind. I'm behind. Well. What are,
0: what are, what are your feelings on this series? Like, is it bringing us back to the feeling of George Lucas Star Wars? Or are we going back to the the homages of what he grew up with—the B movies, the westerns, and all that stuff. What did you guys think of this uh, series?
2: It's for me. It's it's not. It doesn't go back to the George Lucas Star Wars because I don't think, and I say with respect and reverence, I don't think Lucas could have come up with something like this. The, of, of this, this just the scope that the Mandalorian. Interesting. Hmm. I think it's 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 what it watching this series is. That reminding their, uh... me of what Favreau did when he made Iron Man, where it's he, he's able to mine um, a lore that has been ex- has been in existence for 20, 30, 40 years, and he's able to craft a story using familiar characters, but to create this whole new world that no one has ever seen before. And it's what he did when he made, when he made Iron Man. Where he took a character that people knew and they understood the character, but he crafted this universe. Yeah,
3: but but based but but um, being aware of like the resources, like sources, but still yeah. being
2: yeah, yeah still pay, yeah. paying reverence to the lore that it came from. So he's not ignoring it; he's still yeah, not making nods to it and acknowledging what happened, but he's still crafting his story within those yeah. guidelines. Yeah. Which is especially when you're gonna take when it's someone that didn't create the universe but is stepping into it. Is personally what I think needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Is that you're still you're still paying reference to the material that came before you, but you're crafting your own mm. chunk of that material. What
6: I like about it is that it's not connected directly, Please. right? In the sense that it's his story is standalone. Yes, it's on the sort of outer edge, yeah. Right. I don't necessarily the last episode. I'm not super huge on. I think it was I mean, same. It was okay. It was mm. not the strongest of the episodes so far.
0: It was too self-referential yeah. for me.
6: Absolutely. It was exactly that. It was just it was like, okay, you know what? In case you missed it, we're in a Star Wars environment. And <laughs> so, you know, if you didn't see that, oh, no. <laughs> you might want to, you know. But at, at the end of the day, I, I yeah. like that it's like, I look forward to Friday mornings getting up at five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning so I could watch it mm-hmm. before I go to work.
3: You know what I mean? Like it's Mm, that's cool. It's sad,
6: maybe (laughs) a little bit, but
0: no, not sad. But it's (laughs)
6: uh, so I really like that it's and again that it's different. It's not about you know lightsabers and all that. Yet that might come up. Who knows? But you know, it's really a standalone story, and it fits. And it makes me feel like when I was a kid watching Bonanza with my parents. Or watching, mm. you know, um, the old mm. Dukes of Hazards. Not the comedy side of it, but there's just the, the sort of, like, I want to watch the next episode. You know, I'm, I'm, I can't mm. wait for you to introduce me to some new characters. As long as they start yeah, developing the characters a little bit and don't leave them in a standalone episode, because there's some pretty yeah. cool ones I think that would be good mm. to keep around. You know, but I think the first season is mm-hmm. going to be trying to keep people... Or get people to yeah. be familiar with these characters, right? right. I feel like they're introducing
0: mm-hmm. these people so that we can bring them in in the latter half of this season. Sure, that's what hopefully, it feels like. yeah. Hopefully. I, I I like that mm-hmm. this 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 collaboration between John Favreau and Dave Filoni um, feels Star Warsy, but feels yeah. different enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, like like us was saying, it it I I'm excited for Fridays to see it, right? Like yeah. it, it's incredible. Like I used to go when I was little my parents used to pull out our pull out couch and every Sunday we used to watch quantum leap mm-hmm. and it was something yeah. I would love to do. And this is something I feel like if I, if it was out then and I was a little bit older, we would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it has the same feeling yeah. and that's amazing. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah
3: that's awesome. I've, I've,
4: I've quite enjoyed it. And especially the first three episodes cause uh, you know, all three together kind of formed this, like this, a great little, you know, mini arc in arc and that, uh, you know, obviously, um I I think we all get the lone the the lone wolf and cub reference that it's doing with it with the mm-hmm. between the Mandalorian and the you know and mm-hmm. baby the Yoda. Child. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. child. <laughs> uh, what I love is that it's you know, it's, it goes through like one episode can go through so much without uttering a single word of dialogue yeah that, You know, uh and yeah. still remain like, you know, compelling. You know. So mm-hmm. I think like kudos to them. I don't know if that like people have brought that up enough and that, but like, you know just through, you know, images and storytelling and that it, it's, you know, you know,
0: it's it, ah, hard to, it's hard then, to describe. Then, And it's great seeing mm-hmm. that at the, in the credits when they have the pre-production art. Yeah, absolutely and, Like that is such a cool yeah. little thing for fans. Mm. And because normally like if on these streaming services, you just skip that, go to the next episode or go to something else. Right. I actually yeah. sit through the credits and absolutely watch all of that. Just to look at it. Oh
5: yeah. Oh. And it's high enough res that people are downloading it and, and you can put it on your, you know, yeah, your wallpaper. background your wallpaper or whatever. <laughs> do you have a new
0: background because of this? Uh, shows? always, always, always. <laughs> a- a- <Yoda> every week. <laughs> oh. Awesome, That's
1: awesome. But That's did, did you guys
5: hear that Ryan Johnson wants to uh helm a couple episodes of uh, the that, that.
1: yeah, uh, Yeah,
0: he said yeah. if I he's really busy, but if he has some time, he wants to do it. I'm
3: like, well, he's got hmm. that whole other Star Wars trilogy, he's
1: to do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's right seen. after
3: the the Weiss and Benioff one. Good <laughs> <laughs> hires, good hires. Yeah, good hires. yeah. yeah I uh, I, I haven't watched enough, So I don't have much to say. Um, I mean, I think it's, I guess my one snarky comment is uh, everyone's loving it because, you know, it's by people who actually, you know, seem to uh, be more invested in maintaining the existing property and going back, you know, as opposed to changing it or being experimental with it. And, and in a way they are experimenting, you know, obviously it's new stuff, right? Yeah. But it is, it is born from like uh, people who really love the old stuff and uh and it's it's uh it's just basically what disney should have started with you know like something Mm -hmm. that's been thoughtfully put together and carefully put together and that's Mm -hmm. the difference that's all it is that's that's the big difference you know so it's the
6: planning
0: right
3: yeah yeah, exactly it's just the planning and and the care you know and you got
0: to give credit to john favreau he actually talked to george lucas about it yeah like he was like does this fit and he's like he was running ideas past him and he actually brought him to the set and George yeah. was just like, yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Like this feels right. <laughs> and and yeah, you can tell it feels right. And yep. yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we talked a lot about how the last Jedi felt off, but this every little bit, yeah. even though force it's Awakens not a force too. thing, like it fells. It feels uh, right. Why,
4: why would yeah. you need a force user when you're, you know, we're exploring Mandalorians we the Mandalorian. We do
0: have a force oh, user
2: technically. Like, yeah.
4: You know, yeah, But, but yeah. he's so
0: itty bitty. And he's
4: so adorable.
2: <laughs> oh, what I loved about it is it literally took the two the two races that existed in the Star Wars universe that people, it, there's been so much written about mm. that was that's in the Legends lore, but there's never been anything that's been nailed down yeah. as canon between both the Mandalorians and the, for lack of a better term, the Tridactyls, which is the common parlance used for that species. Mm. Yeah. For the for the I child, would call species. them the Yodites, but whatever.
0: Yodites. <laughs> yeah. they, George Lucas has has well, gone on record saying that he does not want them to be named the species.
2: Yeah. So we will probably yeah, not. There's ever been never they've never been named, name. which is good. I think that's but cool. uh, which is why again most fans call them like the tridactyls because they've got the three yeah. toes. So <laughs> that's best, better, good a term than any. But there's never really been any exploration of them, of either of mm. those two, like the Mandal- sorry, The Mandalorians. There's been hundreds of thousands of pages uh, written on them, but everything kind of contradicts each other. And rebels Latin. rebels has some good stuff, but
0: that's why Dave Floney's there. Right.
2: Yeah. So that they can, and, they can
0: still yeah. feel right with that universe.
2: And that, but that's what makes it work is that you had, he's the through line. Like he's still, you have the lore keeper of this working on the series to help create consistency. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Weird how that works. Mm-hmm. Oh, also a uh, fun little tidbit. John Favreau was on, um, he was on Clone Wars. He played pre Vizla. Uh, so he's already been part of the Star Wars universe. Nice. Very yeah, nice.
2: So a small world <laughs> We're world. recording this
0: episode on December 9th. In ten days, Rise of Skywalker comes out. I know we don't really want to do predictions, but I, I know there's some there's certain things we want we want to feel during this movie, like things that have we want to accomplish this being the third of this trilogy and being the third of three trilogies. Um, did anyone want to speak on this? Mm-hmm. Matt Moore here, you, you seem to have, you know,
2: <laughs> here, the concern that I have is that I think a lot myself for sure. And a lot of other people are going to walk out of that theater with, I, with one of two feelings, either a sense of anger or a sense of relief people are either going to be really mad with what they do with the movie or they're going to be relieved that it didn't get screwed up but the problem for me is that i don't want to walk into a movie where those are one or the two options i'm going to have walking out yeah. of it i want to go see a movie because it's going to give me a sense of joy and wonder and entertainment mm-hmm. and that that's the only thing that's kind of as much i'm going to see the movie and i am excited to see the movie but the, the closer it gets to it, the more anxious I get about what is going to happen. Uh, and I've been actively trying to avoid... I've seen trailers. I, have, I haven't seen any of the TV yeah. spots. And I've been actively trying to avoid those because the closer you get to a release... The more they show. They always put yeah. well, more, more and more Oh, especially this and time. The last, yeah. uh-huh. And the last two movies, based off those TV spots and the trailers, I was able to figure out a lot of what was yeah, going to happen. Sure. Yeah. I already know more about this movie than I really want mm-hmm. to. I want to go in there with a sense of surprise. I have theories that I will email to you guys with the caveat of don't open it till after you see sure. the movie. Sounds good. Okay. Sure. Just because I want to keep that trend going. Right. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm almost hoping that if some of the stuff I think is going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. I want to be very wrong. Yeah, with this. Cool. Because if I'm right, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's uh not but not in a bad way it's just it's just the net it's what i'm thinking is is what at least in my head is the natural progression of where things have gone after the last two movies where it can only really lead to this right i'm desperately hoping that i'm wrong about that because i don't want that to be the only option yeah i'm just i want someone to pull a rabbit out of a hat and just give me something that makes me walk away with a Wow! Yeah. And if
6: that's the Enterprise that. shows up.
1: Kirk uh, out of there. Boom! Yeah. All right. Thanos snaps <laughs> in with the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. Yes. I would pay yeah, to just, see that. I, yeah. I'm just
3: gonna, <laughs> I'm just same. gonna, I'm just gonna jump in because, uh, you know, I think uh, it should end on a less downer opinion than mine. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but to dovetail off of uh, of what Matt was saying is, uh, so it's really funny because you're super anxious about it. I am sublimely. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I hate yeah. to say it. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be like, ah, last Jedi. No. I No, <laughs> I, I, it's been a year. Uh, these guys have put up with a lot of my crap over that movie because I complained bitterly about it for months on months, nonstop. And, um, and uh, yeah, I, my, my real opinion on this next movie is just simply, uh, it's totally clinical because at this point, uh, you know, I'm, I really don't care as much about Star Wars than I did before. And that's really the, that's the saddest measure. I mean, I think that really is the reality. I mean, what what one might think of Last Jedi doesn't really matter. It's the fact that I think overall people care less. And so for me, I'm actually very, very clinical about this last movie. My only interest in it is to see whether or not the executives or J.J. Abrams have decided to either A, uh, amputate, this new era of star Wars, like utterly as the last movie said, destroy it, kill it because there's no future with these characters. Right. I mean, as things stand, nobody cares. No one's buying the toys. Hasbro's terrified to release the toys for this next movie. Actually, wow. in, in fact. Okay. And I, I joke about toys R us going under because of star Wars, but I don't know, you know, maybe right. The point is, uh, I, I, I wonder whether or not they've actually made the decision to cut their losses uh, utterly obliterate any possibility of continuing with this, this storyline so that they can start fresh either before or after this embarrassing sloppy mess or B, JJ Abrams attempts to do the impossible. And like what Matt is hoping for actually create an enjoyable movie that somehow actually incorporates these characters into this, this idea that it's part of a nine part legacy. Cause I just believe it's doable, but I'm hopeful, you know, maybe maybe but that's really what it's come it's become very academic for me at this point i'm my only curiosity is is the uh, overall objective of what the movie actually tries to do and whether it succeeds so either destroy the franchise so they can start new or actually save the franchise and that's that's kind of where i'm at so anyway there it is i'm done you guys can go <laughs>
4: <laughs> i don't have any major expectations or you know like you know, predictions to what we're going to see in that. Um, but the only thing I'll say is that I just don't want to come out of there feeling nothing. You know, mm. if it's bad, it's bad. You know, and at least I can be angry about it. And that if it's great, it's great. And that uh, I just don't want to come out and say, "Well, you know, that was a that was a movie."
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
4: Gus.
6: I'm looking forward to popcorn. That's <laughs> really what it comes to, to be honest. Because really, at at the end of the day, I, and I mean, I've I've said this before, right? to me, star Wars is episode four five, six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, everything else is just stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got the same moniker. It's the same brand, but it's not the same product. Mm. So for me, you know, I hope that they can tie it up in a way that gives a little bit of a resolve, if you will. But I don't, you know, I'm not expecting anything, you know, if anything, it's a big black freaking hole that sucks up the entire universe and, reboot you know mm-hmm. like you've got a, your opportunity to go back and do whatever you want to do but at the end of the day I mean they, the characters that I've grown up that I loved are all gone um you know actors and characters yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. I mean <laughs> you know I think they've tried to do something to make it relevant to kids now um the way that it was relevant for us growing up but it just didn't hit the mark mm. You know what I mean? So for me, I think I'm at the age where hopefully my kids enjoy it, and I can enjoy it with them. But it's not going to be mm-hmm. because it's the story is just enthralling yeah. and all that good stuff. Because I don't, I, I think that ship's already
0: sailed. Yeah. Right? Before we go to shows, layered butter or no
6: layered? Of course. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, that, that was an important question. I had to know.
0: All right, shows. Well, what do you think? I'm confident.
5: Nice. What do you? I think. I, I think. I think Disney's. I, I think. I think the people involved. I've heard the fans loud and clear. I think they know exactly um, what happened with The Last Jedi. And I think they're going to work very hard to um, put together the best Star Wars movie that they can make in an attempt to win back fans. And so I'm confident that they're going to be able to do that. I think J.J. Abrams is the man to do it. And I'm going into this uh, with, with that confidence. With high hopes.
0: Uh, yes. That's um, panic hopes. at the Disco. <clears throat> so, there's 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 a thing about Star Wars. Like I think when I go back and I think about the different trilogies that happened. Um, at the end of Return of the Jedi, there was all this the sense of hope, a new beginning. Oh yeah. Um, the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. There was it was sad, but there was a there was a hope for something. there there, there was a meaningful conclusion to that trilogy, uh-huh. at least for me. Like. The children got away. Um, you know, yeah. Obi-Wan is on his mission to look after these kids or at least Luke. Um, and there was a sense of hope that really catapulted the, the original trilogy. At least it should have. Um, this one, there has to be some sort of, I do hope I don't go out of the theater feeling numb. Like Hawk said, and I hope it's something I enjoy or, or hate, whatever, but it, it has to, I I hope that I feel like it was worth it going through all these nine movies. Right. Yeah. Like there has to be that conclusion in me that I I feel like it's worth, like Gus was saying, like we've spent a lot of time on this. I I just want it to Mm. actually go somewhere or at least end.
4: Yeah. Mm. Or at least open up the possibility for, for, you know, something new.
0: Yeah. I don't want 10, 11, 12 and it's no, I don't want it. I really don't. Like uh, we, we've talked about the malaise of star Wars. And mm-hmm. if this ends on a note where I can be like, okay, you know what? That's all right. That's not bad. I will be fine with yeah. it. Um, but, but, but do you think that there's not going to be
5: uh 10, 11, 12, I don't. 13, 14? I don't.
0: I don't. They they. they I don't know. No, the skywalkers they, are gone. Man. There's solos left and that's it. And there's one solo unless they make someone but a Skywalker they... and I really hope they don't. Nah. Um, I really,
1: mm. hope they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not go there. Yeah, now I'm just
5: saying we'll,
2: I don't we'll open want. up
3: Matt's letter soon. Yeah. yeah.
5: Like like we know that Disney's gonna keep making yeah. these things. Like they're not they're not done. They're gonna keep making these movies.
2: I think they can keep ma- they they are more than welcome to keep making Star Wars films, but it would have yeah. to be Star Wars stories, yeah. like in the universe, but not
0: leave the Skywalkers alone. Yeah. Just get rid we'll of leave them. The, the Skywalkers story. alone. I, I would love to see something really far in the future or really far yeah. in the past. I don't want to yeah. deal with this era yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, and that's sad you don't to think say they're going to cliffhang just us uh, at the end of this movie to, no. to, to start off whatever new no, series. They can't series cliffhanger oh, God, at the end of the not. trilogy. They need, they need it to be happy and endful or ending and happy. JJ Abrams just needs to yeah. do that. Have a little party with little bears or whatever, maybe big bears <laughs> or maybe medium sized bears. Cause we've, Porks. Seen, Porks. we've seen all the, the small and the big, <laughs> the we the need a middle to, size. Uh,
2: yeah. no, it's, it's gotta be a pork yeah, kick yeah, line. It'll oh, be God. great. Um, <laughs>
0: and then little snippets of different planets celebrating, and then I'll be fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I just want to I just don't want to feel like my time has been wasted yeah. being this big of a fan. Mm.
1: Um,
2: mm-hmm. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, that's especially because I mean, real even if with this this last trilogy, like it's it'll have been what five, six, six, seven years between mm-hmm. invested fifteen. Yeah, five years. We'll have invested in, in this. One. Yeah, just to see how this this yeah. trilogy plays yeah. out. Don't don't spit on our faces no, yeah. after five years.
0: So, we're gonna All do right. one more episode nine thing. And this is probably the most contentious thing. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it.
3: There's not much to okay. say really, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Prior, to of
1: episode,
0: <laughs> prior to the release of episode nine, producer Kathleen Kennedy spoke with Rolling Stones about the film and the future of the franchise. And she's quoted as saying it was hard making the Star Wars films because every one of these movies is a particularly hard nut to crack. There's no source material. We don't have comic books. We don't have 800-page novels. We don't have anything other than passionate storytellers who get together and talk about what the next iteration might be. Uh, (sighs) There's something that really hurts when I hear something like that. Paging Timothy Zahn. Paging Timothy Zahn. There are all of these writers that have said that they would totally want to help in the Star Wars universe. Timothy Zahn being one of them, Ari Salvatore being another. Um, Terry Brooks, I think, has said that he'd love to go back into the universe. There um, are
2: 30 years worth of writers Yeah, that have added their touch to this universe.
0: The The people that are writing the Darth Vader comic right now are phenomenal writers. Yes. Like, the stuff that it it feels right again we talk about this feeling with star wars and i don't know i i don't want to talk about this one
3: anymore yeah there's not much to say i mean that's that's the subplot guys that's the one i've been hinting at all along there's something wrong and it yeah. starts from yeah. the very top and kathleen kennedy unfortunately is very experienced has a lot of connections and you know people are not going to say bad things about her but oh, the fact is there was also ooh, ooh, there ooh. was also, you know, the Benny F and Weiss thing. Everyone was super excited about that, and those guys have totally gone mercenary and left as well. So that's that's Josh I don't Trank. want to see their Star Wars. That's Josh Trank fired before no. he even gets a movie? Gareth Edwards, some kind of an issue behind the scenes. Nobody's talking about that. Colin uh, Trevor no. uh, uh, yeah, um, Colin Trevorrow leaving uh, over Ryan Johnson, who might, I might add, before the last Jedi came out, She like tripled down on him by by announcing, oh, we love this movie so much. We love his vision of Star Wars so much. I'm giving him his own trilogy. Right. And then and Mm -hmm. then Lord and Miller fired. Right. And then Benioff and Weiss leaving before they even start. So there's at least from a hiring perspective, there's something going wrong. OK, so I would I would say it's quite easy, especially with this quote. To extend that she doesn't really get it and
4: know? that's exactly it. but it, that almost suggests to me that they aren't the difficult ones to work with yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but it's that many people yeah, yeah but it's that many people it's no. not all of them that are difficult to work yeah. with. there's one through line no. and and yeah. yeah something rotten and in the unfortunately
6: state the i think what it comes down to is again she is so disconnected from the reality of the star wars world mm-hmm. right like I mean, you've got passionate people at every level that would be jumping up, you know, to do, I, I'm sure you'd have people that would do it for nothing. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. Oh yeah. And so because she's so disconnected, you know, I mean, it's great. She's getting her BAFTA award. She's getting all these accolades and that's great, but she doesn't have vision. Not for this. Yeah. She might have vision for <laughs> other stuff. Almost mm-hmm. almost
2: Here's the question I have, just because I'm I'm a little ignorant on this: Is she exclusively in charge of the cinematic properties, or is she in charge of the Lucas? Of everything. Lucas All Wars everything. Wars everything. Still. Yeah. She's ahead of okay. Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. Um I can. You know what? If that's the case, I can give you a great example of how out of touch she is with this. And this is just a little thing, but just because I've worked in, because I've worked in the food industry, I can I can bro- I can broach this with some confidence. Um, so you know that the the Star Wars worlds have launched in both California mm-hmm. and Orlando yeah. and, and they're not doing, they're doing all right. They're not doing the gangbusters that they assumed it was mm-hmm. going to, but they're doing decently. And collectively, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, if you read your view, say that the, the food there is really good. People really like that. They have for this Christmas, I know because I've seen this, they've released a comprehensive cookbook of all the food that they serve at uh, mm-hmm. galaxy's mm-hmm. edge, both parks available for retail. Which means that she has now given away everything that people said was good about that park commercially, (laughs) that you can recreate it at home. And it takes the mystery out of what you're eating at those parks, Mm. which is one of those things where it's if people love the thing, don't give it, like if something that makes it unique and special, don't give it to them because you've now taken away arguably the one thing that would make people want to go there is to try. It's like if they were to give away the recipe for the gray stuff, in
1: yeah. house cash. it's the one thing
2: that everyone loves when they go there because you can't figure out what it is. Oh, well, here's the recipe for it. Why yeah. the hell are we going to go there now? I can make it at home. That's really interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's why I was asking because if she has that kind of control over yeah. it and just clearly is, she's looking yes. at dollars and cents. If that's the case, that's a dollars and cents thing. Not a, not like a, trying to yeah. keep the thing alive. She's looking at making money and capitalizing money while she can.
3: I mean, not to extend this topic because I think, I think a lot of the truth is going to come out after she leaves. And I think unfortunately, because she is so connected, they're going to have to give her a soft exit no matter what. Right. I mean, the company's yeah, going to have to sure. save face and she's just, she's just too connected. And the rumors, I'll just leave this one rumor because we'll well, way more later is that there has been attempts to try to replace her but she surrounded herself with so many uh, sycophants and, and just people who just adore her that nobody wanted to inherit her role. Like they offered it to a lot of different people and they were like, no way, yeah. you know? So I don't know that all that's true, but we'll get the whole story eventually, but there's something wrong. I mean, that's, that's a yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. You know? So
2: that's, mm-hmm. well, I think it's, I mean, just especially from the way that the Disney is aligning itself now too, I think just when it comes to that, no, like, Kevin, yeah. like, no one wants to be a Kevin Feige. And it's not because it's a bad thing, but because, like, you are suddenly shouldered with Everything. this massive responsibility of overseeing this huge property. Unless you, unless the person wants to be there, you can't make someone. Yeah. That. that
0: would be the permitter, yeah. right? You would be that yeah. person. He would just but who wouldn't,
6: yeah. I don't know. Like, and again, maybe it's <gasps> just because I'm an idiot, but like, who wouldn't want to have that ability? to keep something alive and not just monetize it. You know what I mean? Like Marvel as an example has done such a great job. And again, some of the movies have been a little bit of a dud, but well, but not everything's going to be, be yeah. home run consistent. It's followed yeah. an arc, an overarching arc. Yeah. And you know what? Again, you've got strong characters, you've got secondary characters. Some secondary characters don't deserve a full movie, but they make it work.
5: They all have a place. Well,
6: Yeah. And, and so star Wars, I mean, there's, you've got this entire universe that was created for you. Like there is so much out there. Why Mm -hmm. would you not have somebody who's passionate about it to try and, and, and manage this monster as opposed to somebody who just wants to make money?
3: No, exactly. I mean, that's the whole reason I've been so upset for this whole time because I mean, people say, Oh, but it's really tough job. You know, how could you do it? And then meanwhile, the same studio is running Marvel, you know, like, the, the, yeah. the new, what I would say, the new Star Wars, which I hate to say, yeah. I don't know, it kills a no, lot yeah, of us here, true. but it is. The, the, the love for these characters absolutely. and the depth of the, the universe is what Star Wars mm-hmm. used to be for us, yeah. you know? So it's yeah. Yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not impossible.
0: Yeah, but Marvel has yeah. comic no, books absolutely. and 800-page books. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. at
3: least, at least yeah.
4: they have those. Trying I'm still they trying were lucky. To, like, you know, <laughs> kind of, uh, I don't know make sense of that statement i i you know i can't believe that she's not aware that there is this whole you know fictional universe you know,
3: within the pages of she's the
6: one who canceled it <laughs> you yeah. can't yeah you
2: know, no that's just it. she's aware of it she killed i don't it. know what
3: the reasoning is but i think it does come down to the fact that yeah she's made a lot of statements to double down on some of her decisions before and this might be just another pr move you know like to try to sure. the try to provide people who don't really who aren't in the know Uh, excuses for why the movie, the next movie turns out weird, for instance, you know, who knows? I don't know,
0: right? Who knows? But let's go on our last thing. Yeah. So if you've listened to this far and you weren't a Star Wars fan, here's your chance to find out how (laughs) (laughs) to get into this series. Or you know what? Ah. There are a lot of kids that, you know, maybe we want to introduce this series and maybe they're young or older, just didn't get into it. What would you suggest for an adult or a child to get into this franchise, mm. Gus, let's start with you.
6: Well, being the old fart in the group, I guess I would say <laughs> you've got to watch a new, a new hope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's where it started, um, and I think if you watch that, um, and then you dovetail into Disney Plus, you know the series that are available there. I think it's a good way to get younger people going. Um, if you've never seen Star Wars in your in your 20s plus, then shame on you. You're a sad, sad little person. Cause everyone should see it at least once.
2: But thank you for listening this far into the yeah. second part of the
6: series.
3: This will be Gus's last episode. Yeah.
6: No, but seriously, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you've got to go with, with what started it all. And it's it's yeah. not so dark that it's scary, but there's those little moments that give you that tension. Um, so you know, enjoy the first one and fall down the rabbit hole with the rest of us.
5: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shos, what about you? I'm gonna agree with guests a hundred percent. That's where I started with my kids was was the new hope. And and there have been some some little sort of outside of the the t- TV universe. Like there's been some some storybooks that I've picked up. Uh like there's the uh you know the little golden books. They 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 Oh they're so you know, good. They, they put out the original trilogy. So good. Yeah. And all yeah. of them. They've done all the movies. Yeah.
3: even the last Jedi one. It actually cuts some scenes out of the movie, makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> they also I'm do not these kidding, supplements. actually. I don't, yeah. I don't have the movies
5: of the original trilogy. I'll have to get the other ones. It's
3: awesome. They also have I like, wouldn't um, say you have to get them. I'm just saying it's really <laughs> funny how, it, how how even that book like edits the movie a little bit.
0: They have one about girls in the Star Wars universe and um being a Jedi or a Sith. Which oh, that's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. Oh, there's
3: a yeah. princess one. There's a droids one. Yeah. Those yeah. are fantastic.
5: And I, I found that, um, uh, video games was also a good way to get my kids into it. Um, my son really enjoys mm. the, uh, Lego star Wars, um, mm. video games. Mm. And, ah, yeah. and you can play those mm. co-op like couch co-op, which are a, a lot of fun and a lot of, you know, it's a great way to work your way through the those trilogy in, in a
3: fun sort of child friendly way. Yeah. Mm. Those are great games. What about you, Steve? I would say if you're an adult, uh, I agree with Gus, uh, I would say, yeah, just start with the original trilogy. Uh, yeah, watch the first one if you like it, watch the rest, and then maybe just go straight to The Mandalorian. Uh, if you have kids, though, uh, this is kind of funny because you know we were all talking about how we didn't really like the prequels, but I can see from a child perspective how the prequels are fun. Mm-hmm. So I would actually do the weird thing and do the, I don't know what it's called, episode one, episode four, episode two, episode five,
0: Oh, you're talking about three. the Machete cut?
3: Yeah, yeah the Machete. That's
0: 452 four, five, four, five, six. Six.
1: Six. But you can like
3: also that? add
0: one in there, yeah.
3: Okay. Well, yeah, no, no. I think I think for kids, I think it'd be okay to like just just to bring in the kid protagonist, right? Yeah. Um but I I like, you know, trying to keep that suspense of, you know, who's who, right? Like as long as possible. So, yeah, yeah a mixture of the prequels and the uh the original films and um yeah, so that's how I would do it anyway,
2: Matt Moore. Okay, so you need to get them to watch episodes two, three, and eight. If they love that, they'll love any. I'm kidding.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> that was waiting to see just
2: like, watching Steve just get like angrier and angrier as he realized what I was saying. No, not, no, I, I have to go with the uh, Chose and Gus on that. You either start them on um, a New Hope, or you can introduce them through video games. Those are the two best That's ways I've found. Mm-hmm. They are, or if they're more literarily inclined uh, I also highly recommend William Shakespeare's Star Wars yeah yeah yes, <laughs> it's the it's the, it's they've done actually they've done the first 6 movies at this point they've done they've done all the way, they've they done gone all the way
0: one? to the last jedi oh,
2: okay yeah but they they take the movies and they just rewrite the script with Shakespearean <laughs> language and it's brilliantly funny yeah, it's um, it's so cute. you still have to have watched the movies to to understand them, but yeah. it's, it's a
0: it's a good <laughs> even the stage direction see. on it, it's just
1: great. You just
2: like, Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh but yeah, no, either start with uh Star Wars A New Hope or the the Lego Star Wars games are actually a really great way to introduce someone, especially someone younger, into the series.
0: What about you, Hawk?
4: Uh if I'm introducing a child into the series and that I'd I would I i kind of say start them off on Rebels and that, you know. Takes place, you know, as, as life under the Empire's occupation and that, and all the characters are fantastic. And along the way, you're running into a lot of, you know, characters from the original lore and, you know, other stuff. Uh, the storytelling is brilliant. The direction's great, you know. Um, I know it's a little dark, and I know a lot of parents like, you know, try to, you know, protect their kids from very dark stuff. And some bad stuff does happen to some of the main characters in the yeah. story and that, but, uh, there's also, there was also in particular Kanan. Um, uh, but at the same time, there was all, there was also this kind of a great storyline involving him and that, you know, overcoming what happened to him. and then <laughs> It You're
0: was being great very, to, very dark, but
4: yeah, it was, yeah. but it was also a great lesson in overcoming like obstacles. Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for me, uh, for kids, Shouse is 100% correct about uh, the golden books. They're amazing. Um, all of them are great. Um, you gotta, you gotta love a new hope, the film. Like mm-hmm. everyone else has said, um, if you have uh, children that really love YouTube, they have the Galaxy of Adventures on their Star Wars Kids page. They're short clips. They're animated clips. They're about two to five minutes long, and they really they, They're very succinct, but they're very good. They also have the Forces of Destiny uh, web series, which uh, deals with all the the women of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So um, those are all great. Ways to introduce kids into Star Wars again, video games. Um, if you're older and a teen, definitely Fall in Order, mm. because that, that yeah. game is amazing.
3: Yeah, cool.
0: Um, but adults, jump into a New Hope, watch it the proper way. Four, five, six, mm. one, yeah. two, three. Then no, that's it. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's>
3: <laughs> and then there's the four, five, six Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian's good. Yeah. Um, fall in Order yeah. again.
0: All the yeah. cartoons, obviously. Yeah. Um. So. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys Mm -hmm. for joining. If you have any suggestions on how to get people to uh, get into Star Wars, send us an email, send us a note on our social media. If you thought we were wrong with everything we said about these two episodes, definitely let us us know. We would love to hear what you said. Maybe we'll get you on and you can, you know, fight us. Um, So thanks again, guys, for coming on. I I look forward to seeing the last movie and hearing what you guys think of it. Yeah, good. and for all of us at Geeks with Kids, have a good one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at ca And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash geeks with kids. Follow us on Twitter at GeekswithKidsCN check out our pics on instagram at geeks with kids and you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca so if you like what you hear why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment this podcast can be found on itunes spotify google play stitcher youtube and your favorite podcasting app thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time
2: Miss, people going to die? Oh, <laughs> God, Matt, is that regal?
1: <laughs> A little interaction ah, is historia. over. Ah, <laughs> victory. <laughs>